the Superior Vantage Podcast, episode one. Yeah. All right. This is pretty crazy. So this is our first official podcast, right? So last week, really quick, we tried to do something. We tried to do three-way computer. It didn't work out. The thing glitched. I couldn't sync it up. But now we've got a little bit more professional-looking thing. We've all contributed to the thing. So welcome to the Superior Vantage Podcast. Uh, Frank, let's scroll the thingy up really quick so we can see the thing. So we're going to start off with a few uh, 15 to 30 second intro of who we are and what we do. So Franklin, ask the first question. Julio, who are you? My name is Julio. Uh, I had this idea. I'm glad that my boys and my brother were, uh, were down for it. I have, I'm come from mostly a design background. Louis, who are you? Um, I'm Louis. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Um, I mean, describing myself, I, I, I don't know what else to say aside from that. I'm just kind of here. For those partaking. who know Louis, Louis is Louis. Uh, apparently he's adaptable as we found out Adaptable in, in the secret vault And then Franklin, who are you? Well, I'm Franklin um, Providence Lived in Providence forever Still here Well, now in Warwick But uh, Nursing background So Medicine. We got a little bit of a melting pot of Variety Experiences to talk right. about and For this uh, podcast So really quick What is this podcast about? It's just a couple homies kicking it, talking about whatever. I think like literally this podcast is literally like just our Instagram group chat and the things we send back and forth and things that we like and things that we don't like and our opinions on it, whether it be music, movies, video games, just weird analysis that I have and all that stuff and whatever we can bring to the table. Uh, why should someone care? Yo, if I'm your homie, you should care. I, <laughs> you should. You should care. <laughs> Anyone who's listening is like, yeah. <laughs> So all my homies, please. Uh, I mean, fuck it, right? We're trying it out. Um, Why should someone care? So shout out to what we all contributed. Uh, Louis, uh, Louis front the bill on it. And I owe you, Louis, for real. Uh, Franklin, you heard that fire-ass beat of royalty-free music that Franklin mixed or whatever. We're not paying anyone for this. No, fuck that. And then I made a little uh, shitty little thumbnail. On my, that what you're probably seeing right now on just on my phone or my iPad. So it was a good inspiration for that intro, though. I'll say that. Yeah. So it apparently the, the thumbnail was a really good inspiration for the intro. Uh, all right. So we have a secret episode on the vault, which will probably never come out because of how crazy it was. And how maybe if we get popular, we'll. Yeah, we will probably. If we get popular, whoever wants to cut the check, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll let it out. Set it to upload in five years. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Automatic upload. Happen. But uh, so I guess we'll let, let's get started, right? The, one of the first things that we want to talk about is scroll down, Franklin. We did the intro. All right. So I was uh, scrolling down Instagram and apparently there was this like complex feature or whatever with this article. And then this is what got me heated a little bit because complex being complex, especially in their social media so presence. Do you want to explain complex? Yeah. So complex is just uh, a magazine that's been around. It was like founded by Mark Echo and they cover like sneakers, hip hop music, whatever, whatever's popular. It's like for the culture, right? Quote unquote for the culture, even though like, I don't know, you can, you can debate that it's kind of fell off in the past couple of years by like not having hosts or just whatever shit they post on Instagram of like, do they still talk? Or I think that's pigeons and planes, but whatever. Uh, so the thing, so like, right, it's kind of hard for them to, to promote content back in the day. They had like a lot of crazy lists, whether it be like, I don't know, like album, like their album of the year list is respectable, even though it kind of mostly focuses on like light alternative and hip hop and stuff like that. Uh, so they have, they have a lot of features. And then, uh, my beef with it is that they didn't really come up with this, uh, topic by themselves, but, uh, I guess they, Drake DM'd them and was like, yo, like I'm having a debate with my boys. Like what are their most screamable rap, rap lyrics? Like, Drake? Yeah, Drake. So like he like he was like obviously like el drake el drake yeah <laughs> what el champagne poppy so apparently like that's how they get their content and it's like damn you can't think of your own shit you need Drake right the trendsetter that Drake is 
to make your own stuff. So they made a list of, excuse me, the 50 most screamable rap, rap lyrics, right? Like, all right, like, I trust you guys. You guys have been around a, a while. You guys like to go out. You guys like to dance. You guys like to listen to rap music and whatever. You guys like to get hype. I'm sure, uh, right? Like, coming, like, I spent, like, a, some time in Philly. So, right, Dreams and Nightmares is, like, has a very <laughs> screamable <laughs> intro. Uh, but, but that's that. That's a side conversation, though. Because we're, we're talking about individual bars. Individual bars. Like, literally, specifically, bars. Because there's a lot of Drake. There's a lot can, of Drake. There's a literally a lot of Drake. There's a literally one. Like, I feel like one of the most popular ones is uh, the... She said, do you love me? I tell her only partly. Yeah. You know and I, mean? I don't think that's on the list. That is... But well, it is we're a very gonna So, like, we're going to... I mean, so go down the list. We're going to... Like, we can talk about whatever. Uh, at number 50, the first one is, the like, the Roddy Rich one. Bitch, don't wear no shoes in my house. Is it... It's a good. It's a good. It's very current. It's current. It's current. And like, very recent. Uh, so some of the standouts are again like, "Hurry up with my Dan croissants." You know what I'm saying? The Yeezy one. Uh, I've never heard that one. That's off of Yeezus. I can't tell you the song. Oh, I am a god, bitch! I am a god. The, all I can say is the bitch don't wear no shoes in my house. I definitely want to get a floor mat. Oh, <laughs> that yeah. says that. One of my personal favorites, right? Really quick, is the the Buster Rhymes like a Tribe Called Quest. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. The rah rah like a dungeon dragon, change a little draws, because your pants are sagging. That's a fire one. <laughs> um, so yeah, they have a whole bunch of these, and uh, I mean, if we want, we can. There's a lot of few older ones, but we want to talk about the few recent ones. Like right, there's the Beastie Boys on here. Like the number thirty five is a Travis Scott. Like we so fucking high up a echelon. You know what I'm saying? That's a good one. Um, that is a good one. I think that's a good one. Who Mike Jones? Right. Uh, this is good. Is that one. an ad lib though? It's a screamable line. It doesn't matter if it's an, it's just a screamable line. Because any ad lib is like screamable. I mean, but like, what makes it screamable? It's, it's like short. It's, it's short and quick, and it has that pause that, like, even if you don't know the song, you know that lyric is coming, right? Like again, raindrop, drop top. The interesting one. I wear every single chain, even when I'm in the in house. house. <laughs> I don't. I don't find that screamable. I, if anything, because you don't relate to it. Well, I don't have a single chain. But like when you hear the song, you're not like, I wear every single chain, even when I'm in the house. And we start I feel like you line. scream more the, the hook. Than, I don't know. Maybe that's why it's right, this, this definitely is at number 27, one of Franken's favorites. Look up 27. I'll let you Hold on, let me, let me, oh God. Now I'm nervous. 27. Oh. Oh, of course. <laughs> Every time I'm in the streets, I hear yuck, yuck. Bend down. If anything, that should be number one, only because we saw that at the concert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You were a bad bitch that night. I was a bad bitch. You want to yeah. tell that story? I will tell that story, actually. Right. A little side story. Uh, what year was it? It was definitely Good Kid Mad City. It was like 2013. I think we went to... URI. We went to URI. I, Kendrick Lamar dropped Good Kid Mad City 2012. And then like... You had the Huber shirts. I had the Huber shirts, which and visual, visual aid, aid. <laughs> visual, visual aid. aid, visual aid. I have that picture, but he, uh, he had the Huber shirts, uh, 2012, good kid, Matt city, Kendrick Lamar performance at a URI university of Rhode Island. $10 away. $10 for a ticket. $10 to get in. I don't recall. Uh, it was definitely $20 affordable. Ticket. Yeah. $20? I feel like, 20, like 10 is like a freebie. Like everyone's going to be in there. Well, I mean, everybody was there, but it was, it was packed. Regardless, uh, say if you a bad bitch, put your hands up high. Hands up poetic justice. 
Poetic justice. Came I don't out. think I've ever seen Julio be so enthusiastic. So the point is, yeah. So we were at the concert, and then like we were there with Frank. We, you, Kenny was there. Franklin was there, and then like a, maybe a few other people, and then like Henry. Henry didn't go. No, Henry would. Oh, go. he didn't go he to the didn't concert. Go, he, didn't. he was there he for did. the picture. He was there for the picture. Henry, that sounds like a very Henry move. <laughs> we were like, we were like, yo, Henry, do you want to come to the concert? Like, just cop a ticket. We have an extra ticket if you want it's yours. The Henry's response: Nah, I'm just gonna sit back and smoke some weed. Fucking Henry. <laughs> The point is, like, I, like we were at the concert, and, um, like, I lost these guys. And, like, I lost them, but I also took advantage of the fact that I was, like, pretty close to the stage. And then the way Franklin, the way the, uh, Franklin told me the story, he's like, bro, like, when Kendrick Lamar was singing, if you were a bad bitch, put your hands up high. What? His hands were the highest in the room. <laughs> yeah, highest in the room. I was like, my bad, bro. Like, I was just vibing. I didn't Julio, think too much Julio of it. was ahead of his time with that. Ahead of his time. Highest in the room. Highest in the room. Always and forever. <laughs> oh, here's a good one. First off, fuck your bitch in the clicky, clicky clam. clam. Yeah. First off, fuck your bitch in the clicky clam. I know that's the worst. Louis, any, any favorites? Any favorites that aren't on the list that come to mind? You know, you 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 put people on the spot and you just forget. You blank. Um, But I can't think of anything at the moment. Not even had me out like a light? I mean, like when a, you say something like that, I guess, yeah. <laughs> but that's like, I think I feel like that's everybody's like favorite line, you know? Like, if you put Drake in the mix, like, recent. anybody's going to be like, yeah, yeah recent, recent. This should just be 50 most screamable Drake lyrics. Like, he has a few. He has a few. And then, you know what I mean? That's the topic. One of my favorites right here is number 21. You think uh, there's like a checklist that uh, mm-hmm. Drake checks off of like, has to have screamable lyrics? That's the thing. No, that's the thing. Drake, Drake has the, like the little, again, the little checklist where it's like, all my lyrics have to be an Instagram caption, right? And it, it, it's very true. I'm outside in the AMG. When, when I'm outside. <laughs> no, like when uh, Scorpion came out, I was on IG and mad people were like, quote, I think it was like Sandra, is like, Amarose flowers never pick themselves or what. And I'm like, bro, you're like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, one of my favorites, like I said, 21 is I wish I were here for that. I do appreciate this one only because it reaches out to the female crowd specifically through this song. Not to say that any of these songs aren't applicable to them, but Cardi B, these expensive, these is red, red bottoms, bottoms, these is bloody shoes. This, I what you would be walking to class and like people just yelling that at people who couldn't afford the red bottoms. Yeah. Probably didn't know what red bottoms. Painted are. them. I painted. No, I didn't paint Painted. Sixteen. Uh, I'm a motherfucking. Mo- that's the Nicki Minaj. Probably Nicki Minaj's best verse. To be honest, a really good one. Number fifteen. Bitch, I'm a thug. Give me lit. That's on there? Yeah, that's 15. Oh. That's good. That's good stuff. Uh, what is it? Apartment? Downtown? What? What is it? What's that club we went to? Oh. Oh. Uh, is it, it's the apartment, no? Uh, no, the crib. The crib? The crib. It was called the Bitch, crib. Bitch, I'm a thug. Everybody? Bitch, I'm a thug. Yeah, R.P. Pop Smoke. <laughs> I miss you. Number 12? Say number 12 for me. Uh, I don't think I'm... Um, I can. I just fucked your bitch in some Gucci flip flops. I don't mean the requirements to say that. Something, something, and I made him lip lock. I just took a piss and nothing coding coming up. All I want for my birthday is a big booty hoe, number 11. Point is, like, right, there's some crazy ones. There's some good ones. Go check out the list. I'm a gorilla in a fucking coup. Fit I... pull up to the zoo. Nigga, no, oh. nigga. Okay. Here, number four. And number three, actually. Number three. Mitch caught a body about a week ago. Yeah, I always thought you said bitch caught a body about a week, like saying like she's nasty or something. But number like, one is very obvious. Number three, I was running through the six with, and this like this podcast is just turning to me like singing like Drake lyrics, right? Like, whatever. 
Drake's presence. I got it, number two, number two, number two. Hold up, wait a minute. Y'all thought I was finished? Why that's a whole song. That's like literally a whole song. That is a whole song. That's, a, that's the intro of the album, actually. It's, yeah. Uh, and then number one, that's the shit I don't like. At number one. At number one. and like That one was aggressive. I remember being in high school and everyone just like, you couldn't even have a regular conversation. With everybody had the jean jacket with the sleeves cut. You know, I said that and like people didn't understand what I was saying. <laughs> like You guys said that to me. What? Jean jacket with the sleeves cut. Jean jacket with the sleeves cut. That was Wait, the is wave. that what you were wearing? Yeah. That was the wave. Jean jackets with the sleeve cut. Jean jacket with the. Oh, that's enough. Like, I was talking to some hip hop heads, I guess you can say. And I said, Jean <laughs> People jackets. that enjoy music, <laughs> I guess. And uh, they, didn't, they didn't know what I was saying. Jean jacket with the sleeve cut? Yeah, exactly. And then they had to fact check me and they were like, oh, okay. That's yeah. on the song, though, right? Like, not no, you're worrying me. No, no, it is. It is. Right. They, 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 they thought that lyric was like, because I said Jean jacket with the sleeve cut. Like as a as a fashion trend, and they were like, "No," and I'm like, "Oh, maybe not now, but like a couple of years ago." A couple like, of years ago, that was that was a wave. Secret, yeah, that was. And a then wave. and then they were like, "No," I'm like, "It's in a song." He's like, "No," and I'm like, "Yeah, come on, bro." That's like, one. And they fact checked me, and then they felt stupid. Everybody was like wearing true religions, and I guess they wanted to cut up the true religion jackets. Louis clowned them. Heavy. Wow. So that Don't happens a lot. Them. That happens like I, there was one guy who like listens to J Rock, and he's like, "Nobody listens to J Rock." Louis nobody? be listening to J Rock. I'm like nobody listening. Not like uh, was it? Oh fuck, I forgot. It's like nine double oh five nine. Nine double oh five nine. I was actually about he, to say that. He, he like he broke his neck. He's like, mm? and I'm like, I know the way. That's the way. I don't really listen to nine double oh five nine. I, I did listen to the one he, he the album he dropped after that, which was whatever J Rock. Oh, dropped. the the one where he's standing under the streetlight. Yeah, that was a fire yeah. album. I forget what it's called. The only song, the only song I really remember from double nine double oh five nine is uh, Vice City. I showed you that one. Yeah, I showed you that one. Good video. That is. If you're ever on YouTube and just does it have any scribble lyrics or lines? Oh, uh, I think it does. And like now you're putting big palms, big booty bitches, man. That should be the death of me. That's that's the scribble lyric. So one of the one, the one of the ones that I have beef with, probably the for me in recent history, the most scribble lyric. They are nowhere on the list is. Uh, oh, fuck. Shit. Bitch. I was thinking Yo, that. Like, how, how is Shaq West like, not in that list? I mean, I understand he was like a very, like, he like poked in and said hi to everybody and like left the party very early. But like, like that's like, you know, that was like shaking up stadiums. No, yeah. That show, like, that like broke houses. It literally broke houses. I was at a house which broke because of that. Yeah. Speaking of breaking houses, the uh, Chief Keef one? Finito. Oh, need, yeah. Is there anything screamable on that? I can't say I've ever listened to the whole yeah. thing. You, you just said it earlier, didn't you? Yeah. I'm a gorilla in a fucking coop. Oh, see? As I, you can I, tell. If, if I think that's the right no, one. For sure. The thing, I don't like being second guessed. I was confident. And now you guys. <laughs> see, now, <laughs> I mean, I'm asking a question. Yeah. I, I don't You're listen. Me I'm, not a, I'm not a regular of Chief Keef. But, 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 you know, but, but that's the thing, right? Not a regular Chief Keef connoisseur, but you knew about the jean jacket with the sleeves cut. I always thought that was Kanye for whatever reason. He had it back when he was doing like the little weird square mohawk thing, like the flat top. That is true. But yeah, that's my beef. Uh, I'm sure there's a whole bunch of other lyrics, but Mo Bamba wasn't anywhere on there. And like that song went hard. Oh, and also on this list, they put the wrong Young M.A. lyric. Didn't they? Yeah. Which one? What's the most that? popular? What's the most screenable Young M.A. lyric? Ooh. Ooh. But like, what is the lyric? <laughs> I don't know the lyric. Ooh. I just get to... Ooh. I like, just make it to... Ooh. The, ooh and, and, I'm pretty, and I think it's because they didn't know how to spell it. And I think that's why they did. What is it? You call it Stephanie, I call it Hefany. You can't spell Hefany? I guess they couldn't because that's not the lyric that they picked. 
H E F F Honey. Because I don't know if it's Hefany or Headfany. I'm pretty sure it's Headfany, but yeah. it sounds like Hefany. So they were like, yo, I'm not going to look dumb on this blog. They uh, couldn't just like search it up on Rap Genius, just like real quick. Maybe Rap Genius didn't even know. Maybe well. Rap Genius didn't even know. <laughs> just had a blank hilarity. <laughs> yo, young and I hit us up. What question marks. <laughs> Let us know. What do you say? Hefany? Hedony? Head? What? So, yeah. Uh, I don't mean what? <laughs> Methamphetamine. Talk to a bunch of yourself while I find this lyric. Hefany. Had me out. Like we talked about that. Well, that's another interesting one that had me out like a light going back to what you said, the Sheck West nonsense. I'm like, Sheck West came out around that time. Remember all those memes with like uh, the Polar Mamba. Express and it's the voiceover with the nerdy kid on the train and oh, he's talking yeah, to the black girl that looks like ASAP like, like, Rocky. Like, thick like, 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 yeah. And she's like, huh? Thick or more Bamba. Yeah. And then the, the fucking chefs or whatever they are, the, 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 the waiters. The waiters <laughs> come out and they're getting lit. But whoever made the video edited it so that way they both sync. Like, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, a yeah. Whole, so, uh, uh, just the one throw in there. And then back to like, uh, this was like, has to be 2014, where like, there was a time where like, hip hop gets very expensive, experimental, right? And OG Maker came out with this like minimalist beat. And all he hears, bitch, who guessed it? Woo! Mm. Bitch, you guessed it. Bitch, you guessed it. That's the, that's, that's the lyric. That was that's lyric. Or, um, what's the cocaine one? Uh, OG Mako? That was him too, one. Oh, that is, that is it. I don't remember. I don't know. It might be the. I'm going to have to get back to you on that one. There's a cocaine one, though. Oh, a really good one. I am the beast. Feed me rappers or feed me beats. That's the. We taking over the Lil Wayne lyric. Fuck. Where's the Young and May one? But again. Oh, Does that fall? These haters on my body shake them off. Ooh, tripping. See, see that's tripping. A, I don't know. See, that, yeah, and that I goes back. That's it. That goes back to the uh, the the start of the conversation. Like, is it a screamable lyric or is it just a rehearsable lyric? Because you I, can say, I think the way. Know, it, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was like, you could say, "Real G's moving silence like lasagna," but you're not gonna scream that. They don't scream it, but that is a good lyric. But it, it is something. List. Yeah, but it's not a screamable lyric. It's something you rehearse. That's what I'm saying. Half of Drake's lyrics are just like you can rehearse it. Like, yeah. So, like, I guess yeah. So, if, if that's not a list, it's probably not a list for another good reason. Because, like you said, it's not a screamable lyric. But oh fuck shit, bitch. <laughs> I think it's a definitely a screamable lyric. <laughs> oh fuck shit, bitch. Well, yeah, that's not one. If any any other ones come to mind, because like. Overall, like whatever. And I was a little bit tight. I was like, damn, this is like you have Drake making your content now. Like, just give him just give him the keys. Yeah, I didn't know that. I'm assuming that was in the article. That was like it was literally on the Instagram post. It was like, Oh, Drake hit us up and like this, whatever. And I'm like You can tell like he on I feel like and that's like that's, I, I, I mean, but like I feel like if you're any corporate entity or whatever company take suggestions, like, of course. But. Yeah, like if if but, but if you have a day we can talk to Drake, like you're publishing that a thousand percent. Like you know how much money you're making off of that? Well, not, not even money, but just but like, like it wasn't super advertised. Accounts. It was just like Whatever. Still, like you still talk about it. Like, there's no way, like, you talk to Drake one day and damn, nigga, chill. <laughs> gonna drop my talk beer. about it on your like your blog. You know? Yeah. All right. All right. That was enough about that. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Interesting. Oh, all right. All right. What have you been doing? All right. What's today's day? October thirtieth, twenty twenty. Right. Halloween's Eve. Halloween's tomorrow. Halloween's Eve. What have you been doing, Halloween? Halloween. Halloween. What didn't you and Eric have been doing? I partook in it one time. <laughs> but what didn't you and Ari? Ari's been just getting mad at me because I'd be tripping. That ass. You were tripping that one time you called me. I'm trying to spend time with Marissa. Marissa's my fiance, by the way. I and said that? No, you called me. Saying that I want to spend time with Marissa? No, that I, I wanted to spend time with Marissa. You called me interrupting that, and Marissa's getting heated. She's like, oh, what the fuck is it? She's like, I don't want nobody coming over. And I'm just like, 
And then I called. Yeah. And I'm like, Julio sounds like he needs to come over. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, so I think it was one day we were supposed to we were, we were supposed to come over here to chill. And then, like, Eri scooped me because, like, he just scooped when he got out of work. And then, like, they were giving a Halloween marathon on TV. And we started watching Halloween. And then we, were, we got really into it. And then Eri was like, yo, let's just stay here and watch Halloween. And I tried to hit you up, whatever. I was like, yo, come through to watch Halloween. And then we ended up pulling up here, right? And the, in, the instance you're talking about was, like, the next week or whatever. And so me and Eric just been watching Halloween. We watched Halloween 1, and then we finished it here, and I think it's a great movie. We watched Halloween 2. Uh, not super great because it spends a lot of time in a hospital, not, and I'll tell you why. Uh, why I think it's not a good movie. Halloween 3, you can skip because it has nothing to do with Michael Myers. And then we, start, we started a little bit of Halloween 4, and then I got scared. <laughs> Halloween 4? Yeah. Halloween 4, the return of Michael Myers. And then I got scared, and we had to turn it off, and that's when I called you because I was tripping. But my Halloween analysis is this. Um, Halloween, like, is like a movie. It's very, like, it's very, it's very pretty deep. Um, because it's about a guy that, like, in the first movie, you don't know who he's trying to kill. You you just find out that he kills his older sister, and then he wants to kill some more. And it just so happens that it's like the anniversary that he did it after 15 years, right? So he's like 21 years old, trying to catch bodies. And you find out that he's trying to kill this one babysitter, and he's he leaves like a massacre behind, right? He has a war path. And he's just trying to kill this, uh, this person, this girl. And then, like, whatever, like, she, she gets saved, he gets shot, whatever, he disappears. Dr. Loomis pulls out, comes out, and then uh, it ends there. And then Halloween 2 picks up right after that. And it's not that good because it doesn't do, because it's set in a hospital. And, like, the per- like so at the end of Halloween 1, she's, like, has a panic attack. She has, like, hurt or whatever. She's cut, and she has to go to the hospital. And so Halloween 2 starts. And when she's in the hospital, like under mad nurses, under mad EMTs, under mad security and whatever. So it's like the charm about Halloween 1 is that you don't know that Michael Myers is out there in Halloween 1. He's just catching bodies left and right. And then Halloween 1 does this really cool thing where you are Michael Myers. Like you are literally first person in Michael Myers. You're in the mask. You're in the mask. mask. Oh, the police, the The, back of the police car. The back of the police car, right? He like, he goes, he's stalking, he's creeping on this kid. What was that? Uh, no, no. Oh no, whatever. I heard something weird. But he's creeping on this kid, and then all of a sudden, like you see him like open the 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 passenger side or the whatever door to the police car. And then you're like, oh like damn, he's like he's behind the police car. He's in the backseat of the police car. And he's like creeping on this kid. And then like you're creeping on the kid, like like creeping on him down the street. And then you look a little bit forward and there's a man driving the car. And you're like, oh, like yo, like this man doesn't know that Michael Myers is like in the backseat. And we were like, no, no, no. Michael Myers is the one driving. And it's like, you are creeping on Michael Myers as Michael Myers is creeping on the kid. And I was like, yo, this is pretty crazy. You're saying that's some like good cinematography. It's good cinematography because it like, it diverts so, your attention to something. I think that's why the movie holds up. I mean, you know, it's, it's a very old movie, but very old there, movie. there's just scenes, there's angles, there's like just the aesthetics of what they decided and, to go and with. And the angles and the direction uh, correlates with the story that's being told. It's like, the man in the mask, right? You don't know who the man in the mask is. It's like the same way Master Chief, like he wears a mask, you don't know what he looks like. So you're like supposed to like play vicariously through him. You are Master Chief, right? And the mm-hmm. like Halloween does this thing where you're Halloween. You're, you're Halloween. You're Michael you're Myers. Halloween. You're Michael Myers. You are a spooky. So day. Halloween too, I don't like because it it cuts all that stuff out. It cuts all that stuff out. And then even Halloween it does in the beginning, right? When it's showing the killing his sister, like his sister goes upstairs, like to flirt with a boyfriend or smash or whatever. And he's outside and you literally have the POV of a sister going upstairs. And then like, as he's killing a sister, like you're first person, you see the knife come up and whatever you see, you're all bloody and POV of a sister. Yeah. And then Halloween too, I don't like because it doesn't do that. You're not put in Michael Myers' shoes. You don't do that. 
like like because she's on because like the and then you find out he's trying to kill her because um that's his younger sister or whatever like his parents died her like she they had a kid uh he gets put in like the insane asylum like she visits him and then he finds out he has a sister and that's why he wants to kill his sister so michael myers literally just wants to kill his family which is a good allegory for what i'll explain later so yeah halloween 2 i'll be at you can be at yeah, Halloween, Halloween three is whatever. It's like it has nothing to do with Michael Myers because they wanted to do like an anthology series. Halloween four though, uh, is good. Because oh, the new Halloween. Just a side note. Where does the new Halloween? I'll explain. Let me get through on. this. Let me get through this. So Halloween four is good because again, it's ten years after the first Halloween, like not the first Halloween, but the first the ten years since Halloween one and two because it takes place the same night. And then he's in the hospital. He's like a federal prisoner. Like I don't know why they killed him. Like because he's insane. I guess you can't kill an insane man or whatever, or that he's claiming insanity or they think he's insane. And then, uh, so he's being transported to like, I guess like a higher security facility. And then he get he catches word that it's like, oh, does he have any living relatives? And they're like, oh, he has like a young niece, but she's too young to whatever, be his ward, I think is what they said now, I'm like whatever. Mm-hmm. So he literally, he like, he wakes up and he clenches his fist and he's like, I have more family, I need to kill my family. And that's pretty dark, right? Like wanting to kill your family. <laughs> And again, and then I'll, and that'll come back. He went on Ancestry.com and was like, <gasps> yeah, that's, he finds everybody. Like, She's and that, living. And that's also a metaphor for these movies will never end because I'll tell you why. Uh, and the movie's good for the little bit I watched before I got really scared. I got, was, you know, I was tripping a little bit too much. And Is it like, really not scary? It's not scary, but again, when you're drowning in the Blackwater OG, you know what I mean? Things hit the a Blackwater little Blackwater OG, not the trap song? No, people, uh, things hit a little too close to home. And I'm like, yo, I'm not trying to kill my family. Like, whatever. Like, I can't relate to that. But it's scary <laughs> that that's what the that's what the movie's about. So he finds very it, early on too. Like what what year was that? What? Uh, like what what year did the movie come out? Nineteen seventy eight, I think. Pretty like early. That's pretty early. early. No one. Oh, the first yeah. And then the first one, I think I don't know like when it comes out. I think it comes out maybe three or four years after that. But they claim ten years or might pass ten years, whatever. And so one of my favorite scenes is this: is again he he finds out he has a daughter, and uh, he's in the ambulance is being transported or whatever. He kills. The, the doctors that he's with, the nurses, he like stuffs his thumb through the forehead of the doctor and like smashes it. And then I'm like, damn, that's pretty crazy. And then he crashes, he crashes the whip, he crashes the ambulance. Um, and then Dr. Loomis comes in and he's like, yo, like you transported Michael Myers. I told you not to. And Dr. Loomis is, Dr. Loomis is, Dr. Loomis is Michael Myers, like psychiatrist. And he's like, I spent the first eight years studying him and the next seven years trying to get him locked up because he's pure evil. He's a monster. He has no heart. He has no remorse. He's just pure evil on two legs. And so whatever, like he escapes and Dr. Loomis comes in. He's like, why did you transport him? Like he should have stayed here. And he's like, watch. He's like, watch if anything happens. And he's talking to the doctor that discharged him. He's like, watch if anything happens. And then like, as he's saying that to the doctor, the doctor like picks up a call and he's like, they just found an ambulance crash and Dr. Loomis flexes. He's like, I fucking told you I got to be out. (laughs) So he goes to the crash site. Michael Myerson's there and he's like, yo, Haddonfield, like where the movie takes place, Haddonfield is is four hours away. We need to get to Haddonfield. And people were like, no, 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 we're going to find his body. Like, no, he's not dead. He's like, this man is not dead. He's he's going to kill. It's 10 years to the day of like of the first incident. He's going to kill. He wants to kill his family. Whatever. And this is what's really good because uh, he's in his whip. Uh, he passes, he stops by uh, a gas station and he has to fill up the uh, the gas station, right? He has to fill up his car. And he's like, yo, can I get some help? And he's like, he does it himself, self-service. And he goes, and he's like, goes into the, and then like the gas station is like a diner and like a mechanic's shop or whatever. So he goes to the mechanic's garage and he finds like a dead body because Michael Myers is already there. And he killed the mechanic. And he took his like uniform, I guess. 
Um, and then he's like, fuck. Which like, movie is this? This is Halloween 4. This is like the beginning. This is still 4. This, this is, is just four. the beginning? Really? This sounds exactly like the new one. This, okay, so, again, so, uh, so he does that, right? He does that, and then he goes to the diner, and he finds the waitress, and he's like, fuck. And this, they do a really good thing where, like, he goes for the phone, right? This is a little foreshadowing. He goes for the phone. It's like a little rotary phone, like a little, like, uh, like a house phone. And the line's cut. And he's like, damn, I need another phone. I need, I need to tell Haddonfield what's coming their way. So he goes to an even older pay phone, and it's cut. And he's like, fuck. And this is telling you something, right? He cannot <laughs> make calls. He, right now, he cannot make calls because the phones are dead. They literally cut. And uh, they do this really cool thing where he turns around and then like standing in the kitchen through the doorway is Michael Myers. And he's like, he's like, Michael, he's like, what are you doing? And he's like, stay here. He's like, if you want to take a life, stay, take my life. Do not go to Adamfield. Do not terrorize those people. And he's like, please take my life. And it's really weird because like Michael Myers doesn't want to kill Loomis. He wants to kill his niece because that's his only living blood relative. And that's just what he's about. And... He's like, please kill me. And the weird thing is like, yo, Dr. Loomis, if he kills you, like you get your piece, but like you don't know for sure if he's going to go kill his family. Like, you know what I mean? You got the thing, but like you spend eternity in limbo, whatever death feels like, like wondering like, damn, like did he stop killing? No. So he bounces, bro. He bounces. <laughs> he bounces. He, he, he hops into like the mechanic's tow truck. And this is where it turns into like fucking diehard, bro, because he, run, he shoots him. Like he shoots him before he runs away. He, he shoots him. He misses. He runs away. He gets in the whip. He, like, bursts out through the garage, and Dr. Loomis is shooting at the whip. He's shooting at the car. And then the car, like, the, the, the tow truck drives over the, the pump gas station, and, like, just ex everything explodes. And Dr. Loomis's car just explodes and flips, and he, like, he, like, he's blown back. And I'm like, me and Ari are, like, watching it, and I'm like, yo, this is crazy. Off the black water? Yeah, off the black water. <laughs> I'm like, this is crazy, bro. <laughs> and, uh... And not only that, but like, so there's a fire there. And then, like I said earlier, pay attention to the phones. The fire engulfs the, uh, the phone lines. And then the lines get cut. Like the lines ex explode or they get on fire. And now there's no way to reach Haddonfield. There's no way to uh, reach anybody else outside of Haddonfield. So they literally have no idea that Michael Myers is coming their way to kill again. This is literally just a, was a Murphy's Law situation going on. Yeah, we'll go. It has the fan. So, like, fan. right? And then, yeah. And then, so I was like, yo, this movie is great. Like, it was intense. It was straight up intense. And I was watching it. And I'm looking at Ari. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. This is good stuff. <laughs> crazy good. Yeah. So, that's just my summary of like, I thought it was cool. Well, Where's the new movie. one falling then? Is so that the just one, a reboot? So, the new one, um, so Halloween one, he's trying to kill the girl. Halloween two, he's trying to kill the girl again on the same night. Halloween three is unrelated. Halloween four, supposedly his sister that he's trying to kill in the first two dies for whatever reason and leaves behind like a nine-year-old daughter. And then in the latest one, they erase like all the sequels. And I think if it makes sense, like it te technically place takes place after the first, it's a, supposedly it's a sequel to the first Halloween, but like it's weird because the first, the second, the first sequel to the original Halloween, the original first sequel is technically takes place the night before. So I'm assuming the last, the latest movie is a sequel to the first two. Isn't the latest like a modern though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a place in modern time. Yeah, it just erases all canon. Like everything in between. It's like, a soft reboot. H yeah, five, four, five, six, Resurrection, H2O. Because we're pretty good. Halloween 1 and 2. Too. I mean, it was a crazy movie. Did, a, did you watch it? It was good. It was very good. It's I enjoyed it. But now that you put reboot. it that way, it's kind of ass though. Like they soft rebooted it. I mean, it's not, what you explained to me is Halloween 4 sounds crazy lit. Yeah, not, you know, it is kind of crazy And lit. they essentially erase that history, if, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and, but, like, it, it depends because, like, 
Because, like, I don't know, they want to bring Jamie Lee Curtis back, and then they did all this stuff. I mean, I guess it beats um, pulling a jigsaw and just, like, having another secret apprentice. Having, like, I haven't watched those movies, but, like, Fire. I think those, like, I mean, I've watched enjoyable. some of them. I watched some of them. Very enjoyable. But, like, I did, like, the one you showed me where it's, like, oh, like, it's, like, it's actually, it's, like, a That's one we watched together. It's a prequel, yeah. It's a prequel it's, to whatever. It's a prequel to the movie, but, like, it's kind of, like, how convenient that there's another secret apprentice. So I'm hoping this Chris Tucker reboot. Is it Chris? No, no Chris not Chris Tucker. Uh, Chris Rock. Yeah, I'm sorry. Chris Rock. Is Chris Rock? Reboot, I want all movies to be good. And I don't know. Like, I can't picture Chris. I feel like he's doing like the Jordan Peele get out thing. He's trying to get like, the Jordan Peele. I don't know. I mean, Samuel Jackson. I, I don't know. It's, Sam it's Jackson? Sam, Sam Jackson? He's in it? in it. He's in it. Oh, Sam Jack and Chris Rock? He, he, yeah. He's like, know. he does some shit. Like, you want to play games, motherfucker? You know, yeah. your basic Samuel Jackson. When does that movie come out? Was it supposed to come out this year? Supposed to come out this year, but COVID, COVID, you know, fucking everything up. But who knows? We'll never see. Maybe we'll see the light of day. Interesting. Hoping so. I definitely do enjoy Jigsaw. Yeah, no, those movies are good. And then I think, like, would, would like I, I think I think Halloween takes the cake for my favorite. Like Halloween, like so that's Halloween what I was gonna say because I feel like uh, Friday the Thirteenth has a really close because yeah. it's like such a good movie. But is it like considered a Halloween movie? Yeah, because Halloween is straight up just Halloween, like it's a on Halloween, oh. like, but like it, any oh. scary movie, right? I feel like Saw it wouldn't be like a Halloween movie. It's just a scary movie. Do you watch them for? I think I think there's a pass the test of does it play on like AMC during the month of October? If it does, then you can consider uh, a Halloween. I would assume I that it does though, like because it for sure, like it's one of like it's an iconic scary movie, Same not a Halloween when, movie. Like what are, what are the time of year would you watch it? I mean, Saw just plays randomly on AMC. I, I feel like it's just a random movie. It's a random scary yeah, movie, no, but it's not, right, it's not right. like classified as a Halloween movie, but I feel like Friday the 13th could. I feel like Friday but the I don't know. Especially, I don't think I've ever seen Friday the 13th. Actually, it's yeah. really good. It's just a very, it's again, it's kind of takes that whole concept of like the first Halloween and like, it's just a different story. Yeah. Like, it's, like it like plays off angles. It plays off like the characters and like the aesthetic and stuff like that. Yeah. Because it's, it's like early on, like you, you don't have any like. And like Halloween was supposed to like, like influence like, right. Nightmares, the flasher films, and like flasher supposedly films. also, and then like again, like back in the day when you're like, oh, like is this guy that's killing people? Yeah, and supposedly all, all these movies, all these like serial killer movies, are based off of like real people who were doing stuff like that. I think I was reading about it, and then Halloween, really quick. So like, what Halloween is based off of? Halloween is based off of like that common fear that like every neighborhood has like that haunted house that like something happened in, and like in Halloween, it's like the Myers house. Like that scary house, like monster, oh, monster house. Even monster, movie. I was gonna monster say monster house, house, house is one of those. Monster house is a good movie. That is a very good movie. Speaking of spooky things, where where did you manage to get your uh, Air Maxes? Spooky Air Maxes. I slacked. I I I I, I slacked. Now no, not only that because like I woke up late and then I was like oh, I was like if, if like if like I really if I really wanted them I would have copped them and I don't know like but like the mochas come out tomorrow. So be are you copping? Are you gonna, gonna try? I, I completely forgot. Like I forget that tomorrow's Halloween. Cause I, I swear to God, it's gonna like land on a Monday, like every other year. Thirty first. So, yeah, it is tomorrow. Um, yeah, I, I I do want that pair just because the way I think about it is that it's clearly like a fake Travis Scott shoot, right? Yeah. But it's it's because it's like a fake Travis Scott shoot. It's just a casual shoe again think- with the whole like PS Five talk that we had last time. It's like Travis, the tra- like <laughs> no. having a PS Five Travis Scott doesn't mean anything. Like just having a regular pair of shoes is great. Like I just it, even better this way. I don't if I'm wearing like Travis Scott shoes with like a Walmart hoodie. Like no, like people aren't gonna clown at me. I just have a regular pair of ones. Like 
Great. Like, I can wear that I mean, one. I, I mean, I get it. I, I, get I think it. I like people that pair because... Oh, God, sorry. No, yeah, people, people are just going to think I'm hyped. You know, I don't want to be hyped. I just, I just want to have cool shoes, you know? I think I like that pair because it... <laughs> Like, yeah, like, you can see the, the, the Cactus Jack ones influence, but, like, they look good by themselves. They look, like, almost like an OG colorway, right? Like, yeah, whether it be sure. Royals or Bread Toes or Black Toes or... The, I just don't like... That's what, that's one thing I don't like about it is, like, the, the toe... Not the toe, but, like, the outer toe thing is, like, black. Yeah. And, like, I just don't like the way, like, black creases. Like, I feel like uh, black is, but that's like, the, thing. the worst Like, color. with the Jordan 1, the Jordan 3, like, in the 4, like, those shoes just look better creased. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like black leather just doesn't, though. That's like, just, if it was brown, like, I'd be like... It, it, like, creasing shoes is a part of life. Just, just get Travis Scott. <laughs> you're, you're, what you're describing like, to me like, is like, so, 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 This is true. Um, creasing shoes is a part of life, and then, like, it luck, fortunate off their shoes that look good. They're creased. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can't, I can't get my, uh, my head wrapped around the... Um, what is it? Uh, brown and black. I don't know. For I me, think like, it's a neutral color. For sure, right? Like, it's it's a good fall color. It is a good fall color. If you were like an orange hoodie, I mean, but it, it beats like wearing bright red shoes or bright blue shoes. No, I, I hear you. I, I hear feel you. attacked. I hear no. <laughs> Julio. <laughs> or red shoes or no, no, no. It's just one of those things where it's like, I'm not by any way, shape, or form a professional, uh, was it a stylist? Yeah. No stylist, right? Not, no, that's not me. Yeah, not me. Yeah. Not me. Um, but the very few things that I have learned is, uh, Again, it's I, it's I guess it breaks comes down to preference, but like brown and black is like one of those things where like you don't mix. You know, it's kind of like wearing denim. Like the colors, down. yeah. You don't you don't fuck with the Canadian tuxedo? No, <laughs> I, I can't. I, maybe because I don't do it right. Yeah. I've seen that. I mean, don't get me wrong. I remember this is a little side note too. The only time I ever seen denim on denim <laughs> was it me? No, no, me. no, no, no. It was Kai. <laughs> Okay, Kai can pull anything yeah, off. Kai, you pull Kai, anything. Kai, Kai, pull anything Kai pulls anything off. You guys, we went to play soccer. What was it? Moses Brown. And uh, this dude pulls up. Again, iconic, right? Pulls up. Jean jacket with the sleeves cut. Yeah. Probably no shit underneath. Did you have a fresh haircut? I wouldn't doubt Guaranteed, it. right? Guaranteed. Uh, jean jacket <laughs> with the sleeves cut. Jeans. And both... The, the jean vest. In 80 degree weather. In 80 degree weather. Both the jean vest and the jeans were the same jean. The same color. And he had these gray chucks on. And I think that's the only time I've seen Kai in chucks. Shout out to Kai. Maybe he won't, maybe one day he'll make it on here somehow, some way. Um, but yeah, it's just one of those things where like the, the black and brown is just from what I was told, you don't mix. Then why, again, why no, not a stylist. I don't not know. a stylist, but I think it's one of those things where if you, if you, if you think you look good, you feel good. And when you feel good, you convince people that you look good. Oh, yep. This is very true. So, right? Like, why do I wear, like, bright-ass sneakers? Because I like bright-ass sneakers and I feel cool in them. Highlighter yellow. Yeah. Like. I have noticed that once you put yourself or surround yourself around people who aren't used to that aesthetic, they're like, oh, look at your shoes. So exotic. Like, it's, like, yeah. weird. It's, like, like, to you, it's just an another day. But to them, it's, like, oh, flamingo. Like, yeah. it's just, like. Like, I like, I mean, I like getting compliments on my shoes. I brought a few compliments on the, uh, my, uh, my Air Max 190s. The ones you just made? None. Oh, yo, those. They they didn't deliver. They didn't deliver. They figured it out. Nike figured it out the tag with the tag meant. Don't really? say the tag. Yeah, they, they figured it out and they were like. Interesting. Yeah, they were like, yeah, we can't print this on a shoe. And I was like, damn, they look fresh though. <laughs> <laughs> um, Real quick, I just, I thought about a line, a screamable line that you can say. And I feel like this one, because I will catch myself just saying it out of the random. Yeah. <laughs> but it's the. 
that's an ad lib. That's oh, an ad lib. No, no, no. That's, that ain't Kanye. Are you saying the lyric? Yeah. That ain't Kanye. That's Montana. Yo, work wasn't on there either. It worked. Yeah. Put in work. Put him in the dirt. Yeah. That whole remix, probably. Ooh, ooh, ooh. That's gonna be the next. Yo, can we really quick? Can we take a nostalgia trip and like just think back to when Trap Lord came out? That was a great Cocaine time. Castle. Yeah, you know, Trap Lord, like Trap Lord came out, bro, and it changed my life. That was 2012? 2013. I 2013. Think. I didn't want to like change the direction of the conversation. I just I just thought about it again because it's just a yeah. screwable line. Uh, work remix. Or like Coogee down to the socks, like I'm Biggie Papa Bay. Keep your girl head no, no, no. In, my, in my Tommy boxers. And then people are like, yo, I gotta get Tommy boxers. Complex or Drake's? Yeah. Whoever wrote that. I think Complex. And there's also a lot of like internal beef too. Like people like just don't want to pay credit to people where credit's due. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to get back to the thing. I just, this is all feel good stuff. Um, feel good. Oh, but like, I mean, so let, let, let's take a look at our conversation. We were talking about Halloween, we got through the spooky shoes. And now we're talking about. Uh, the brown ones. Yeah, so this is like the sample of whatever the hell we talk about here. Let's do... Uh, freestyle. All right, yeah, freestyle. We're freestyling. It's freestyling freestyle. the beat. Um, yo, I Franklin. Mean, what do we talk... Do you want to talk about more shoes? I mean, because I don't... I wouldn't mind. What do you want to talk about? What are the shoes? I don't... I actually don't know. <laughs> I what can't is think. it? The, 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 they're not Japan exclusive, but the packaging is Japan exclusive. The Which metallic one? navy ones or whatever the fuck they are. Oh, uh, I haven't... I think I've seen them once. I'm in a Where's silver the packaging money like? bag or in a mu- suitcase. The... Some Jordan ones, like the silver anniversary ones, came out in like the weird, like super designed, fancy, like silver case that you see, like always, like in secret agent movies or whatever. I think that's what we're about. delivering the package. That's what I'm talking about. The <laughs> navy blue with silver, with the silver. Swoosh. Are they new? They're going to be coming out soon. No, I'm talking about some old ones oh, that came out like yeah. way back when. Well, these are going to come in, the, yeah. in that same exact suitcase you're talking about. Again, what's, what's everyone's next pick? Pick up. That's my pickup. That it, Hopefully, I don't take an L. So I'm taking too many L's. This no, you're year. taking an L on that. I'm probably gonna. Take I don't it. know. If it's, if it's I don't a super exclusive shoe like that. Like you're for sure. Together. Well, that's that's Japan exclusive. I think it's just gonna have a Fire, release. I have Willie. Willie. Fire Red Fours dropped. Willie right? might be there. They're gonna come out again though. Fire Red Fours. I don't want Fire Red Fours though. What did you guys think of those? Uh, those like uh, I don't I don't know. Like I think there were fives, like the off white ones. I wasn't about it. I Nasty. wasn't. Yo, shout they out. looked weird. It that, looked old. This is the thing, right? So like, it with, didn't even look old. Um, yeah, probably actually. Yeah, I think that's what that's with, the proper term. With uh, the Nike Virgil pack, and then if like, if you understand architecture, if you understand his background, you know what those shoes are, right? Deconstructed, like highlighter, red lining, like right, like the what do you call it? The the five points of architecture and stuff like that. Yeah. You well, understand why that color? Which, I, co- I, which I, cool I color? Know. The the fives? Yeah, off white. I guess I don't know. Like, I understand, like, I, the whole premise, but, like, whites. it's just, it was, the like... The white fours go crazy. The female, the women's shoe, that those are fire. They look like some Hender Scheme stuff. They didn't look like a Hender Scheme shoe. I mean, for sure, if, if I were given a pair, I'd wear them. But, no, like, yeah. you know, but... I have big feet. Yeah, but... I'd sell them. I don't know. I just... Something about it was, like, throwing me off. It was telling me just no. The fives. Yeah. Yeah, the fives. I don't, I don't fuck with the fives. They look yeah. like the... They, uh, they, they have the hole in them, and they look like the, the Air Jordan 2012s, like the... The one the hole in it, the nightmares or the one that uh D Wade was wearing back in the day when he was still signed to Jordan Brand. That's the thing, right? Like he likes to do like that whole see through thing. Yeah, and it's cool, but like and, and I think you know what I mean? Like so art is art is one of those things where I'm going to tangent really quick. Art is one of those things where there's art and you can see something like and be like, Oh, that's cool. And then, but once you understand like if it is a commentary on the time, the medium that they use, the why they did it, their person like 
like what was going on, like like I said at the time, why they did it, what they were thinking about, what materials they used, what medium. And it's like once you dive, like you can't go to a museum and just look at stuff. Like when you go to the museum, please read the little scription, like on the side of it. I'm a terrible museum goer. Yeah, around. like you know what I mean. And I have a qu- quick question: Just have you ever been to a museum and like you see something you don't read it yet, but like you already know who it is, and you're like, oh, oh yeah, like stuff I follow, like would it be like, yeah. Like you, but like you've never seen it before. And, like you uh, just like you, you just recognize it. It's like what is it, Francisco Goya? Something like he's like that, pretty, yeah. he's pretty recognizable. I don't know. Just I, that happened to me uh, when I went to RISD, and I was like, oh. yeah, they have good stuff there. Yeah. And um, uh, but yeah, if you don't understand the background of like why the art was made, then you kind of just look at the art and it's quickly to like form an opinion, and your opinion is valid just because you looked at it, what it looks like. You didn't understand it. Um. So the Off-White Fives, like, I don't know what the narrative is. I don't know what if, it, if what it's the response to, like, what the trend, like, I didn't, I couldn't find anything, like, behind it. Like, the Off-White Ones, mm. like, I, again, I had, I wrote a whole research paper about it. Did you really? <laughs> yeah. In school? Yeah. Did you pass? school? It was a great, yeah, like. Did you get an A? Yeah, I got an A. Oh, shit. I, it was, again, it wasn't solely about those, but it was, it was, again, the, the relationship between architecture and industrial design. And there was, like. Like, bro, I had Batmobiles in there. I had, like, Jordans. I had uh, Zaha Hadid, uh, like, furniture. I had different, fr- like, Eames chairs. I'm very passionate about these things. Yeah, so, like, is, I like doing it. It was probably one of the best projects I ever did. This is a very uh, Julio conversation. Yeah. For those who don't know, architectural background. I Yo. think he reiterated that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, no, I didn't talk about it. I don't, I mean, I don't want to brag, but you know what I'm saying? It's architectural flex. background. It's a flex. It's, a flex. it's, a flex. it's, a it's something worth it. It's, it's an achievement. It's an achievement. Huh? It took four years. Your boy's an architect, bro. Your boy's an architect. Exactly. All right. Franklin. Yes. You like playing Halo? <laughs> <laughs> you like playing Halo? What did you find out this week? Uh, oh, God. Was it the lead director stepped down? The third to go? I have a question. Why, why is that so impactful for you? Oh, my, my let's start off with I... your history with Halo. Who, me? Yeah. Oh, shit. Um... Mm. Halo 3 or not even Halo Combat Evolved I never had an Xbox so how did you play Halo Combat Evolved my sister's friend tried to sell me an Xbox but I played Halo Combat Evolved on that and then it wasn't until the 360 that I invested in Halo 3 Um, that's where the bulk of it happened the custom games custom games late night duck hunt duck hunt late night duck hunt the, I just remember there was like one where like you were on a, rom, on a mongoose and you had to go up a ramp. And then like literally we would play mad late. Like like literally back in the day, like we would leave school on a Friday, like on a Friday. I'd be and, like, and, you, and you'd be like, yo, you're going to be on tonight? And I'm be like, can I, can I touch upon that real quick? Yes. I feel like uh, that, like instead of playing the actual like multiplayer game and just playing those like weird duck hunt games, like custom games, oh, yeah. is the equivalent to like Fortnite when like people don't play like squads or 2v2s or whatever. Instead, they go to like playgrounds and like they'll like oh, build yeah. stuff. Or, You're talking about like a, what a 2020 yeah. equivalent? Yeah, to like Forge yeah, mode for sure. Because what's like what's the Fortnite version called? Creative playground creative. or creative, creative creative. And then like back in Forge, Forge right was the other one. So what'd you find out this week about Halo? Uh, yeah, um, Halo Infinite director and studio head Chris Lee stepped down from the role on troubled on the troubled game, the troubled. They and not only that, but that's like what the the second lead director might be the third. Damn. Might be the third. So that 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 ugh. doesn't give you my, hope. No, my oof, heart's broken mm. wholeheartedly. And it's, did you see that there? It's funny because like 
Uh, the Halo figures are dropping. They got like a new. I have that pre-ordered. The statue from Best Buy. I'm, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, I'm talking, oh, talking about, about uh, the, oh, the toys. So that the figures, like the figure. So like Halo, Halo has like a rough um, history with figures because either they're really expensive and they're really shitty, or they're really cheap. They're really cheap and they start off good and then they get really shitty and then nobody makes them. So like you, they pick up the license. Like McFarlane picked up the license. The first one was really good. Uh, and then they got really bad and then McFarlane started making more and then like they were out of scale. They made them bigger. They weren't like, they were, then they were shitty. And then you have the Megablocks ones and then I think Mattel picked them up and then they made two waves and then like, I got one, but like this, like, I got, well, I got one Master Chief and there's a second Master Chief that's all battle damage with the crack visor and then like that one, like I, that one escapes me. I still haven't been able to find that one. And then back in the day, there was a studio called Joyride, and they make some. They made some good ones. They were big, hefty. They had like vacuum seal, metal visors or whatever that were shiny. I picked one up off of eBay. It was pretty. It was pretty crazy. I don't know if I showed it to you. I don't it's think like I've big and I've, I've seen your collection of Master Chiefs. Pretty, pretty vast collection. Yeah. Enough, enough to fill a a shelf. A shelf. It's enough cool. to impress Franklin. <laughs> enough to impress me. It doesn't so, take much. So time. yeah. So like, uh, and then so what I mean? So like the new figures, they got Jazzwares, and they make the like, they make the Fortnite figures. And they look good. They look good. And, be, and you know what? They have a shiny visor again. So, and then what I'm getting at is like they got a new producer or like they, they got a new manufacturer to pick up the license to make these toys. They, I just, I, I sent you the teaser for the, for the BBC Halo collab. BBC? Yeah, Billionaire Boys Club. Did you know something? Oh, I did. So yeah. And it's like everything was already put into place. The stars place. were aligned. The, the stars bo- were the aligned. The has all your Ma- dreams, Master Chief. Master Chief. Yeah. Master Chief right front it's and center. There. Yeah, no, that's just a. I didn't even deny it. That was a that that delay, in and of itself, was just a massive, massive like heartbreak. Like not even heartbreak, just like damn, yeah. they fucked up like yeah. bad. Like, what do you like? So like, what do you what do you blame? Do you blame studio direction? Like, did you like the uh, four and five? Again, I think this new or whatever they're trying to put out, right? Because right now it's I'm really quick because they're trying to make it like as a game of the service, right? Like they're trying to make it like yeah. Destiny and all the like the new content comes off. Well, of I don't know if they're trying to make it Halo Infinite. Service. I think it suffers the same fate as unfortunately the new Skywalker, you know, sequel trilogy. You know, it's like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You start off with a decent intro. Halo Four was straight. Force Awakens was alright. You know, it's, it's whatever. Force Awakens, I think Force Awakens is really good. Um, Halo then, Five, right? Kind of splits the crowd. A bit. Not enough Master Chief. Not enough Master Chief. Splits the crowd of it. You know, you either really liked it, you didn't like it. There's not really an in-between. Um, Last Jedi, same situation. The other thing about it, too, is I don't know how true this is. I'm not much of a reader. The only time I ever bought a Halo book was when I got hyped about Halo 4. We went to fucking, yeah. was it, uh, Barnes, Barnes & Noble, Noble, and I spent like $90 on Halo books that I'd never even read. Yeah, We bought Mad Mountain Dew and Doritos, or stole it, or whatever the yeah, case was. Yeah, 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 yeah. for the codes. Uh, that we that I used religiously. Actually. Yo, I think I still did. Ask, I think I still have mad codes, like mad double XP for like Halo Four. <laughs> but it's just it was one of those situations where I think Halo Five relied too much on like you need to read the books to kind of follow what's going yeah. on. I mean, because I'm saying there is there is a canon to it, and there is. and like I think so. What you're saying is like you can't just pick up the game after playing four and five. No. That's a similar situation with. I'm not saying it's a similar situation with uh, Last Jedi, but there is like an extended narrative going on yeah. there in between that you shouldn't kind of fill up on, and and then you saw Rise of, Rise of Skywalker was like, all right, Rise of, Rise of Skywalker was like them trying to put the bandage on everything. Yeah, and and that's and unfortunately from the jump, that's the kind of feeling I'm getting with Halo Infinite. 
And the fact that this game has been what, like five years in the making. They need. Yeah. I think to be honest, like I think they should just cut their losses and and do do the met, like the Metro Prime Four. Like yo, shit isn't right. We're gonna start from the beginning. So, are you convinced that's not? It's just not gonna be good. I'm afraid that it's not gonna be good. You know, maybe narrative narratively probably won't be the best. Multiplayer probably multiplayer be fine. Probably, multiplayer, multiplayer probably. But be that's fine. the thing. Now there's talks that it's gonna be a staggered release. They're gonna release multiplayer first and then the campaign after, which just Weird. I don't like that. Don't just fucking give it to me as a package. Don't break it apart. Don't make me pay. If you do, if you do, if it ever, if if this game ever does come out, what do you play first, the multiplayer or the campaign? Maybe the campaign. Like you have, like say it comes out, you have got the stars aligned, and then you have the next two days off. Briss is at work. Campaign. (laughs) Campaign. Just to see if I'm going to be disappointed or not. Uh, But no, but yeah, this uh, this news is just just ass. Like you're, you're just. Putting the Xbox in the dirt. And you know what's funny? It's like, I feel like with the, this other recent news that I'm about to talk about, like, it's almost like Microsoft, like, came out the gate, like, yeah, we're going to buy these studios. We're going to do all these things. We're going to do X, X-Force, um, X-Cloud. X-Force. Shout out to X-Force. See, but see, this is the thing, though. So, again, this this current generation, right, slacked. You know, people, there was a massive shift for PlayStation or Sony, you know, massive popularity or whatever the case is. But it started off with a whole one, you know, one entertainment center. And I, I like that idea. You know, like it's going to be sitting in my living room. Why shouldn't it be able to connect to my cable box? Why shouldn't I be able to use a smart home device with it? It makes sense. Not, people, not a lot of people like that. Right? So now, again, they kind of, they, they didn't, by any means, come close to surpassing Sony by the end of the generation. But now, going into this new generation, you know they they learned from their losses. They did. They definitely learned. But they're still fucking up. <laughs> <laughs> they're still, it's like you know they you know it's more of a of a, of a gaming centered device, which is something that you expect if you're going to buy a gaming console. You know you're buying it to play a fucking game, not to watch Direct TV through your Xbox menu or whatever the case is. But um. You know, they, they've made improvements to kind of modernize it. Again, with the whole smart, smart home enabled and smartphone enabled and all that stuff. Which, again, going back to a private conversation I've had, is what I expect something, a device of this capability to do in 2020. But that's just my opinion. It's just this news, right? It just goes to show that. It's just one of those things where it's like it's just wasted potential. Like it's decent, good hardware that... It's just wasted because there's nothing to stand on. Touch on that real quick. I feel like that's what people think about when they talk about PC gaming. It's like you you can literally do anything on it, but people go back to like PS5 or Xbox or whatever. And And I don't know. Like, I don't know. It's like, can I play God of War on an Xbox? Can I play Spider Man on a PC? Like, if if they had the titles, yeah, you for sure. But like, you know, you're that again, going back to the whole conversation, it's like PS5 is giving you that exclusivity. And it works, right? It's a it's a box that plays games. And then, the, again, this was the messaging when the PS4 dropped, right? Like, they were like, yo, this is how you share games. You want to play games? We made a box for you to play games. Do you, and then, and then like, right, the, the like PS4 launch lineup. It, it, it was what it was, but it got better. But, like, but then that, that goes, again, goes it goes towards, you know, what the real uh, objective is. You know, like, they're saying, that, you know, the whole console war or whatever that I hate to use fucking terms like that personally, but for lack of a better way of saying it, yeah, the whole console war is like, yeah, they're comp they're competitors, but they're approaching this in a different light. You know, 
Xbox is more kind of looking towards the future, which I do appreciate. I do appreciate that with gaming streaming, game streaming, that Google isn't really doing too well on, as far as I'm concerned, or even like the, what is it, the Alexa thing, the new one. I don't know what's called. The, what do you mean the new, the, the new streaming? That's exactly point exactly. Wait, yeah, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are they making a streaming service? Amazon? Yeah, well, yeah. But the, the, my point exactly, like, it's just I, with things like that. I'm like, do people not see what happened to Ouya or like? Oh, yeah. Because we weren't there yet. Just we weren't there yet. People want to play their game snappy. People want to play their game snappy. People want to, no lag, please no lag. And it's like, there's no point in like investing in something if like, if you feel it. And then it's like, even though it's like milliseconds, like there's still something that doesn't feel right. Like, you know, I think they're trying to sell the idea of like game from anywhere, you know? Yeah. And that's great. And if, if it mean, worked, it, it worked. worked. Like who's, who's realistically going to be playing, for example, God of War? At work, but like I think it's different. Depending on the game you play, what if you want to play Skyrim? Like you want to do a quick quest. It's quests are quick. You know what it is? It's just like or like you 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 pause it and then you're on the train or on the subway. Or on that's the bus. why that's why the world of mobile applications, mobile games exist, so you can have those five seconds to complete a puzzle. I don't want to do like, that. Exactly, and that's the thing. I don't want to play blockbuster games on my phone either. Maybe like on a tablet if I'm in bed. Like I, I've played um, Control. On, on my tablet a few times and I was like, but I still feel that lag. I still feel it. And I'm like, and control is one of those things where it already chugs on any console, on any hardware. This is a hot take, but what if uh, Nintendo Switch, like right with the whole release of the Switch, they, they caused a ruckus. Like they caused commotion amongst all the companies and they're like, we have to make our games like mobile. Otherwise, Switch is going to take it over. And they're just making Mario games. Well, I think that's what it is. <laughs> so it's just like, in terms of playing games, you know, you, Do you guys have, want another beer? Of course, of course. Are you gonna prep it or are you just gonna? Oh fuck it, just sip it. Okay. But like in terms of um, in terms of like what what each company has to offer, you know, you have Nintendo who comes from a history of mobile gaming, right? And and portable gaming, I should say, not mobile game, portable gaming, and making decent you know, hardware that influences other people. You know, you get the fucking motion controls of the Wii that. You got PlayStation Move from that. You got uh, Connect from that. Um, you know, so they had that portability aspect that was selling their stuff. And now they found a way to combine that into a two-in-one console, so to speak. And you have PlayStation who attempted to take that on with the PSP and the PS Vita, both wasted potential because they didn't have the time or the resources to dedicate to kind of pushing it forward. And now they're both dead. Yeah, Microsoft. Can we take a time out really quick? Hold on, give me a second. Ooh, crisp, crispy, <laughs> crisp. crispy. Microsoft, on the other hand, is uh, oof. Excuse me, that was very good. On the other hand, is um, they're simply just trying to, from the way I see it, is they know that you know, Nintendo kind of dominates that portable gaming market. Let's not invest in a portable gaming device because no one's going to want that. You know, we saw what happened with the PSP. There's a certain cult following, but eventually it fell off in favor of I feel like Mario All Stars. Almost like a PlayStation could kind of kind of capitalize on that because they have so many indies and they have indie ex- exclusives. To the point where, like, if they were to roll out like a Vita, a, a new Vita, I don't think they will. Like. No, no, absolutely not. But I just feel for. like now is a better time. Now that they have all these, like when I had the Vita, like they didn't. I feel like they didn't have that many indies. Yeah, no, they didn't. They had first of all, they had way too many, and then they had a lot of JRPGs and a lot of Japanese because like that 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 console like took off more in Japanese markets. But like that's what you literally have a switch for. Like I can play games from like 
15 years ago on my Switch. Like, I can play, like, Star Wars Bounty Hunter. Yeah, Pod Racer or, like, (laughs) Bounty Hunter or, like, I think, I don't know, Okami or, like, games that I miss. And then the Switch is perfect because it's portable. So you can, like, play it at work and then, like, you can, and it runs okay and it runs decent because it's running old Xbox and PlayStation 2 games. You know what it is? Nintendo lurks in the forums of Xbox and PS4 and they, they just work with they just, they, <laughs> they they just work, take they, the idea they take the idea yeah because like literally how many people have asked like can, is my PS5 backwards compatible is my Xbox can my Xbox play like Xbox games from like 2004 but, but again that's the thing so it's like you have Nintendo that dominates that market PlayStation didn't take it too far and I think they're realizing that and then Xbox is like we're not going to make money off of making a portable console let's just perfect streaming and that's the, that's the route they're taking. I I, and and yeah, that's I the just thing. Don't again, like you said, you don't like using the word console wars. And I think, again, like I had mentioned mm-hmm. before. Streaming wars. Because like I had mentioned in the last episode, but that's not going to see the light of day. Is that Maybe it will. We don't know. We don't know. Cut the check. But uh, it, I'm, uh, what am I getting at? Fuck, you made me forget, bro. What was I saying? You're saying console wars. Oh, console wars. This is probably the last generation that we use console wars because, again, the next gen is going to be doing, everybody's going to be doing something different. Xbox everybody's going to be on their own wave. Huh? Yeah, everyone's gonna be on their wave again. Like you said, the PlayStation Five is gonna be the luxury, the luxury flex factor that does what it does. Xbox is gonna be the progressive type thing that like has streaming and no games. And Nintendo's gonna do their own thing where they have they have the money to blow on Pikmin Four, Metroid, another Circuit. Mario Kart, Mario Kart Live, like Ring Fit. But like, bring back older titles that you missed on the out on the Wii U, like Smash DLC. Like, see, this is my thing though, like. Again, I get it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. If you're going to stick to a formula that works, keep with it. You know, you have all these exclusive uh, publishers and producers making all these great games. You know, Sony has that in the bank and they're they're reaping the rewards for it. You know, the fruits of their labor, I guess. But then you have something like PlayStation VR, right? You know, they brought VR to a more a general public, I guess you can say, like a more yeah. easily accessible public mm-hmm. because, you know, most people have a PlayStation. Oh, a PlayStation VR, easy. I don't know what an Oculus is. I know it does VR. I don't know how it works. I don't know what I need to play it. I don't know how to play Half-Life Alex, mm-hmm. but I know how to play Iron Man VR. You know what I mean? Like I, I can do that easy. And this and this is the uh, the interesting thing because I found this article. PlayStation CEO says VR won't be a meaningful part of gaming for years. I'm getting another PS Vita vibe from that. You know, they have this, <laughs> they they have the P- PlayStation VR. They were selling the PlayStation VR. They designed the PS5 around the PSVR. They're giving away free cables to make it compatible. I think, you, I think yeah, because you want to play that. But like, yo, at the end of the day, if it doesn't work, if it's not, if the technology isn't, you know what? You know what I would do? I would cut my losses, let Xbox take over VR. And then when it works, I'll hop on and that take, wave and, and do the Apple thing where like, I make I, it better. I, 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 instead of just, I just wish they would be like, you know what? Let's try to make it work. Let's try to get that going. I think, yes. I don't know. But also VR is one of those things where it's still very new, even though it's been around for a really long time. I don't think people know how to sell it because like, it's a very immersive experience. I don't want to stand up playing games. It's a very, you know, like exactly. You have to stand up or you have to sit on a a gaming chair that like allows you to experience this whole like wheelchair experience. I mean, like really quick. Have you seen like those like super crazy like uh, PC uh, gaming rigs that like it's like they look like a scorpion and they have like the four monitors and you play like the latest Forza or Assetto Corsa. Among Us. Or yeah, but like point is, is like that's pretty close. And I'm like, that's pretty close to being like, what do you mean? Invested. In a cockpit. Like, yeah. I'd rather do that than, like, have a helmet over my head with a whole bunch so of wires. So that's the thing is that once you put that helmet on, 
it's you're you're in a different dimension. Guys, listen to this. Listen to this. Listen to this. You put, you use that rig, and then you make a special racing helmet that is a VR headset, almost like take it even further, right? Star Wars Squadrons. You make a rebel pilot helmet. A rebel pilot helmet with VR in the visor, and you just do that. Ready? You take the PS, (laughs) the the PSVR thing. And then you put Travis Scott on it. Slap <laughs> the Cactus Jack stick and it'll sound like hotcakes. Sounds, sounds like hotcakes. Um, I think that VR has a potential of doing some crazy stuff. But again, like with that, there's so many other factors I that think, go into it. Really quick, I think, I think, and I think if you develop for VR, because Half-Life Alex is one of those things where they develop that game specifically that for VR. But, and, and, and the game is crazy because they do some like, really quick, Franklin, they do some crazy like physics stuff that is that Half-Life is known for. And they take it even further, like, yo... We're going to put a helmet on. You're going to do the weird finger thingies. You're going to do solve these puzzles. I haven't played it. I just, you know what I mean, going off of what I've seen. But that game was built from the ground up for the Valve. And if we were to have something. more things like that, it, it, I think VR yeah, would. And like would. what I hear, like with PSVR, like Astrobot, like those games and those games are made for VR or like the Rick and Morty one, like that's made but for VR. But the thing is, those are experiences. You know, not those games. aren't games. Like Alexa or Alex. Alex? Alex. Or whatever. Alex. Half-Life, Half-Life Alex. <laughs> um, that was that was made to be a game. It was like intended to be like a third part of the game, but like all these PSVR games are just experiences. Like the Batman one, like the Batman thing. Like it's literally saying like, here, jump on a roller coaster. Here's two minutes of this. I'd rather there like, you go. Maybe like maybe if I could like sit down but and that's like, the thing. They're not selling games yet. It's it's everything is just an experience, which kind of makes sense. Uh, but Beat Saber is a game, uh, super hot. That yeah, those works. are those are those are legitimate games that people like to have fun with. But like you're not telling you're not telling me that you're loading up like the Batman experience every day and be like, oh, this is so much fun. I'm playing this video game. Like that's so my, my point being is that like, I feel like if they were, there was the more experience. development and if PS if PlayStation wanted to spend more money on it, then like I think it could be a business that they like that's could what achieve. It but again, no one wants to do that because no one wants to buy the headset. No one wants to be standing with a high video investment. Games. It's, 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 it's too investment. much money to spend. It's a big investment. What like how much is a VR? Like two hundred bucks? Not even, not even just the VR helmet. I think people wouldn't mind spending that much money if there was content that was worth that price. And I you think know, that's and, what it comes and down going to. Going back to it, you know why I like buying a PlayStation because I'm going to play games on it. Yeah, <laughs> and that and that's and that goes back to uh, Sony. Like, yeah, you, again, we looked it up in the uh, the uh, archived files of the past podcast that might not see the light of day. But what? Cut play, the check. <laughs> Sony's a. Uh, I don't know what, what do we say like eighty billion dollar 40, 40, forty five billion forty five billion like dollar company billion, and then like Microsoft is like a trillion yeah exactly it's a forty five billion dollar company and uh, as far as I'm concerned most of their not most but a good chunk of their income comes from PlayStation so that being the case it's just a matter of not having the not that they don't have the resources but they don't want to invest their time and money into a product that might not work out which I, I wish I think they it would. just needs more time like again like 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 you said. Uh, once someone perfects it or once someone actually does something that's like meaningful, someone's going to swoop in and like perfect it and then you'll be like, oh, just play it on our system. Um, I have a question or not a question, but a, a fact. Um, this whole idea of like, are, first of all, are you excited for cyberpunk? I am. I, I'm more excited about it. And I'm like glad you brought it up. Not for Halo, but no, no, because... Like, are, you, are you more excited for cyberpunk than Halo? Knowing, no. the, knowing the current state that Halo makes probably, me think it is. Probably, probably, to so, be quite honest with you. Right before you go, you go on your little thing, yeah, yeah. I just want to get everyone's thoughts on, like, what do you guys feel about it being delayed? 
That's fine. I think it's I think it's okay. Because like even though it's like the only like twenty. Did you guys see this? Yeah, it's like twenty one days or whatever. And it's like hey, like whatever. But like point is, it's only it's only like three weeks, and they've convinced me enough, right? They've built the hype. Enough influencers have like tricked me into thinking that this game is gonna be good, right? And it's like the delay, like. This is a delay in the sense that, like, yo, this game is good. We're just going to make it a little bit better. Rather versus the Halo thing where it's like, yo, like, developers are leaving. Like, so, this game is up in the air. Exactly. But, like, I, I, I want to play it. I want to play it. I want to play it. But it's like, when it comes out, it comes I out. Think people are so excited for it, but no one knows what it is yet. It's, I, it's like that whole Cthulhu thing. It's like, you're scared of it, but you don't know what you're scared of. I was excited for this game, but we don't know what we're getting. Are we getting a GTA game? From what I understand, it's an open world sandbox game with crazy. Like I think somewhere I saw that like they 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 had this. Oh my bad. They had the stack of like the quest dialogue, and the stack is like really this that. big. It's that. like huge. And like for those who can't see, obviously because this is a visual like visual component. So I'm gonna like take a picture a of me with my hands for two feet. <laughs> Maybe maybe like a like two and a half like feet. Two and a half feet. Two and a half feet worth two of side quests. Two and a half feet worth of like side quests. Just a dialogue, like a text. It's crazy. So, yeah. I mean, to answer your question, Louis, I, I am excited. Um, I'm excited because the way I perceive it is just The Witcher in a cyberpunk environment. And I think that's what kind of selling me. Because me, I'm not into that whole Game of Throny setting. It's not the, my the, cup of tea. The high fantasy. I'm not into that. I'm not like I think. Like I think I said it to you earlier. The closest I get to fantasy is probably Zelda. Yeah. And I fuck with Zelda heavy. If you know me, I fuck with Zelda heavy. Um, Did you guys know that Franklin does not like Lord of the Rings? Wow. <laughs> crazy. I. You know what? And crazy because he said that like a few days ago, and then like yesterday, I was like, "Yo, I'm gonna watch the Two Towers." I couldn't get into it. I'm gonna but watch that again, battle in the rain. Again, it's just. What I'm getting from this cyberpunk, it's it's what like, and I wanted to play The Witcher. It sounds good. I mean, it looks interesting. I want to play it, but I just don't. I'm not a fan of that atmosphere. Whereas now I'm getting the atmosphere that I want. I fuck cyberpunk? with future. You fuck I, with cyberpunk. I fuck yeah. I fuck with metal arm Keanu Reeves. You know. Like. Yeah. So like cyberpunk <laughs> is what like in, like in high tech low life, and like I have a, I have a friend that we used to talk about this all the time in the studio, um, and it was like one of those things where like cyberpunk is the closest. Like, of all the fiction, it's the closest that we can get for it to become a reality because it's, like, we're, we're like, we see, like, cybernetic prosthetics and, like, crazy AI and, like, self-driving cars and, like, like military contracts and stuff like that. And, ooh, excuse me, guys. But it's stuff like that. And it's, like, it's the closest we've come in, like, high-tech, low-life. And, like, people forget that, like, cyberpunk isn't supposed to be, like, super glamorous. Like, I watched this video essay where it's, like, that show Altered Carbon where it's like, it's a cyberpunk show, but they make the, they make the cityscape and it, it's very interesting, right? They make the cityscape look, they make you like want to live there. But the whole point of cyberpunk is that you don't want to live there because all the corporations have like taken over everything. Every inch of, of, of space is used for branding. Everything is being targeted. Everything, there's an algorithm that's targeting you for everything. So like cyberpunk, it looks cool, but it's not supposed to be cool. And that's, that's one of the main things about cyberpunk. So my personal opinion on it is that like I could care less for it, you know. Like I, I just it hasn't like the game. Yeah, it hasn't really? like grabbed my attention. Wow, I think I thought well, Louis would like it. Close. Looks cool. Like no, for sure. Like it looks cool. I think like again, like robot arm Keanu Reeves is cool, but there's just something about it that isn't intriguing enough. Like and even the visuals were like crazy, right? But I something it just doesn't intrigue me. And I think it's the whole idea of uh, I, I want to know what I'm getting myself into. I don't, yeah. I don't want to just kind of like 
But that's the thing. Buy I the think, game day one, not knowing what it looks like, and then I think play, the whole, and then pull a Franklin. I was like, it could have been better. <laughs> it's ass. It's ass. I think it's one of those things where, like, again, it's the, this game is setting yourself up for anything can happen. Whatever you want to do, but that's the thing, right? That's what they want you to think. But what if it doesn't happen? Like, then I'm like, I don't want to buy a game where like I'm restricted to do something. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I like they dropped a game and all of a sudden there's like a bunch of microtransactions. Like, like no, bro, I don't think. I think. I think. I don't think I, it's gonna no, be. A game I, I know that's not. Like, CD Projekt Red has like has a has a cult following and it has like enough. It has a good reputation. Like, it probably has one of the best reputations in gaming, next to Rockstar. Yeah, other than Rockstar doing like microtransactions. <laughs> but that's just. The, but like service wise, like yeah. like consumer friendly, like catering to your audience. Like supposedly all the Witcher DLC was free. That is true. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's my thing. I I just don't know. Like I it, everything looks super cool, but like I I can't commit to it until cyber I truck, see the Cybertruck. You don't want to drive the Cybertruck? I want to drive it only, in real life. That's the only way you'll cool. ever drive it though. Don't limit your dreams. Yeah, right? no, if you want to live the Cybertruck, I don't think that way. I want a Cybertruck. I don't see myself owning one. But I see myself. I can see myself. Because here's the thing, right? I it just by don't going, let your dreams be going dreams. to a liquor store, I was able to sit in a Toyota Supra. I was gonna like, say that. I was so like, like <laughs> you know, like not and like it might not be mine, but like I'll at least be able to like look at it. You know, like, I, I, d- forgive me, Louis. I, I don't I don't doubt you because I'm glad you brought that up because I was like, you know what? Never mind. I saw Louis in a Supra, so yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'll see it Louis in a Supra. Like granted, like we're not chasing dreams here, right? <laughs> like that's not the, the ideal way to be in a Supra, but but it's still you would lose in a Supra, you know. Like and that's the thing. Like I, I was fangirling about it. I was like, "Oh my god, this is so crazy!" Like turbo. Does engine? it still have the the angled like cockpit type thing, or is it more straight? It's more straight. Yeah, that's what I was like. Mm. <laughs> like, like just like <laughs> just knowing like the the old super, at least like the, the like, like yeah, the Need yeah. for Speed, not Need yeah. for Speed, uh, as an nefarious one. Yeah. Like I'm like mm. not the same, but it's still really cool though. Like it's still like. I don't know. It's it's nuts. Like you, you just really have to be in there. Really you know? quick, like a few maybe a few years ago, Kenny asked me like what my dream car was, and like I didn't have a really good answer. I was like, I don't know, man. Like I like cars, but like because I was because I was a student, I was like, I like I'm like that's the least of my worries. I think I think I have an answer. What's your answer? I think it's like definitely like a nine eleven, a Porsche. A nine eleven. Nine eleven. Really? The, like it's funny because Porsche you, is really you funny. Want a supercar. Uh, I think that's as far as I'll go. I'll be really quick, but the Porsche is really funny because there's the Porsche, the Porsche 911, the Porsche 911 GT, the Porsche 911 GT3, the Porsche 911 GT3R, and then there's the Porsche 911 GT3 RS, and there's a trim for everything. I don't know, like Top Gear, but uh, yeah, the I think Porsches, and then especially after I watched that documentary I showed you, where it's like they make JDM style Porsches, I was like, I'm done. Yeah, look it up. Rough, rough, rough world understanding. This a really quick. Who you think? There's JDM a guy. Style Porsches. Look up RWB. RWB Porsches. Literally look up RWB. It's like wide body, crazy big wings. So really quick history lesson. It's about so basically like this guy in Japan. Like I guess Japan in the 90s was nasty for call culture. We all know that. But like he, he had an 86, obviously. 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 Who, like, Who in Japan doesn't own it? Yeah, yeah everybody has an 86. But like he had an H six, and he's like, "Yo, like, and he, this is his thing, right? Like, me, us in the us in the U S, we're like, yo, JDM is cool. And then for him was like, yo, JDM is all right, but I really like Euro cars. And I'm like, bro, like, I'd rather take like a crazy ass like R thirty R thirty two over like, you know what I mean, like a, like a crazy ass BMW. But he was like, I really like Porsches. So he found one for cheap because he had been working on them. He found one for cheap and he hacked it. 
He literally just cut the pieces, whatever, and he put on like some crazy ass wide body kits, big wings, tuned it to handle like, excuse me, to handle like a crazy ass like Japanese style car. And it looks, it looks it. Yeah. Looking at the pictures. It yeah. Does. And then it like, and then like, and then they're really known. And then like back, like in the blog culture, right? Like early, early 2000s, people took notice and they were like, yo, this guy in Japan is doing something crazy with Porsches. Let's bring him to the States. And then he, he came to the States and he worked on like two Porsches, one for like two, two other bloggers that had Porsches that were like willing to give him to hack or whatever. And then now it's like a car, like now it's a custom culture. And then like point is like you, you kind of give him your Porsche and you maybe give him a few guidelines and then he literally just does what he wants with your Porsche. And because he's such a good, crazy ass, like master craftsman, like you fuck with it because like you want some, it's like, he's an artist. Like you kind want the whole idea of like, uh, oh my God, what's his name? The, the shoes. Um, Virgil. Virgil. It's like, you don't care what he drops. You just want it. Yeah. And, or like, right. It's like almost going into tattoo parlor and be like, yo, I really like you as a tattoo artist, whatever you want, like three by three inches on my right arm, do whatever you want. But yeah, R- RWBs. So, so specifically an RWB. 911, RWB 911, that's your dream car? As of right now, I mean, I, I don't even have a car right now. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, right, we don't wait. Don't let your dreams be dreams. Go, Franklin, what's your dream car? I don't know. And don't say an R34 because can you handle an R34? No. I was just saying... That's the thing. Like, can you handle a Porsche? No, I can't. But it's, they're nice to look at. So why can't it be an R34? Because like that mine is more an art piece. An R34 is a monster. <laughs> I mean, to you, perspectives, right? No, perspectives, true. Like, bro, like, uh, I'll be the, the asshole to like get an R34, but disrespect it and get it automatic transmission or something. <laughs> no, that's, that's the same. Same. Like, I think, I think, like, if I ever got an RDB, I keep it transmission. I uh, keep it like, uh, what do you call it? Manual transmission and just not know how to drive it. Like, <laughs> I'll just keep it. There. I'd rather. Not. Yeah. <laughs> um. I don't know. Like. I mean, yeah. I mean, Skyline. You know, I, that's the only car I've ever imagined me liking. Yeah. But like, if you in a Skyline, will you crack it's such a, a long car? It's like a limo almost. It's so so like. But it's a coupe. It's a two door. Yeah. It's so weird. So like, you in a Skyline, do you crack as big of a smile as Louis did in the Supra? I mean, when I went to the Bahamas when I was younger, I, there was a skyline just chilling in the Bahamas of all places, and I took a picture of it. I was hyped. That was probably the most hyped thing I ever experienced. Right? Is it weird to take pictures of other people's cars? Probably. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't get caught. The only reason why I took a picture of it because I was under the impression that there, only, that there was only four in the world. I don't know where <laughs> I heard that. I don't know why I heard that, but I believed it. This was what, like ten year old, twelve year old me, who've only seen an R34 and fucking what Need for Speed Underground. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I'm gonna stick to my guns, and I think that's the uh, that's the car I would choose if I had to pick one. If I got a fat check that says, "Fill it out yourself, buy a car you want," probably an R34. Yeah, um, a little bit of a controversial statement. McLaren P1, also mm-hmm. very nice car. I don't know, but that's getting into hypercar territory. What's the thing? Like, would you want a supercar? Like me? I mean. It'd be nice. It'd be but nice to like say that you what, have one. That's the thing. I feel like that's everyone's like dream car, right? Like to have like a supercar, hypercar, yeah, or, or something like or something along the lines of it. But I, I personally just would like something that like pulls, you know, like if, even if it's like a sleeper, like I just like I want something that's like gonna go fast. Like for example, like a Tesla. Like people like kind of like you know like a Tesla. People, I think people, 
it's an overstatement and an understatement at the same time. Because like you see people driving with Tesla like every day, right? But then like you realize that you can put it in sport mode and like go zero go. to sixty. Yeah, surgeons in the hospital I'm at and my workout. Teslas are cool. Teslas. I think Teslas aren't cool anymore. You think they're, a thing. they're not? It's it's a thing. It's like it's like you don't think it's cool because you're not like you. I'm not, I'm not in one, but like I'm just like off of exclusivity. Like back in the day, like a Tesla Roadster was cool because like nobody had one, and like now, they're still like, cool. They're still, they're still, still cool, cool because like not. I mean, they, they, I don't even think they made ro- ro- Roadsters anymore, but like. Sustainability is cool. I like I love so much about the environment. So like EVs are cool, but like you see a Tesla like Model Three all the time, and that's great that we're like we're heading we're heading towards that. That like they're they're common, right? That's good. That's good stuff. But I'm like, where's the pizzazz factor? And the recharge. I just want to. I want to be able to press down the pedal and just go zoom. I'm scared of going fast because I'll be in the whip with uh, Aerie and the FRS. And even though it's an FRS, like yo, that shit's scary. Like that S. I think what's scary about it is, is that it is an FRS. It, in theory, there should be no handle on that. <laughs> in theory. You, you should just be going sideways at all times. It's, it's scary because he goes fast. Exactly. If you're going fast, you should just be going sideways. Like when you're driving in a car with Aerie, you're probably going sideways. I'm scared of Aerie's driving. In a good way. Like I like being in there, but I'm like, damn, bro, you'd be going too fast. In a good way. In a, in a good way. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like a, a dream car of mine would just be anything. Like, like I, the thing that keeps on like repeating in my head is like something with like a badge on it. Like something that is race, like a sport trim. Yeah, like a Type R or yeah, a, like a TRD, TRD or, or Mopar or WRX, STI. Something with like a badge, like that'll do. Something like Louis just wants the certification. Like, yo, you see the sticker on my car? That means I go fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Like I don't need a fast car to tell me that I'm going fast. I just need a, a car that goes fast with a badge on it to let everyone like, know. I'm, I don't like, want to go fast. Up, I just want to tell other people that I go fast. Because if, if I pull up in a Bugatti, like people know, you know. But if I pull up in like in a, I don't want to say like a Civic Type R, because that's so like whack. But if, like you know, Civics are cool. People don't know. People don't know. Like they know you drive a Civic, and then they go vroom vroom. But it's like, a sleeper. And also, it's, like, it's it's a Type R. I feel like that's the worst analogy. I don't know. Like like a Golf GTI, for example. Like people just oh Golf. Like, you know, it's just he's driving a Beetle type of deal. But once they hear the engine, I actually start. I'm trying to think of drifting. Lil Uzi said, it's like, Lil Uzi has a lyric where he's like, yo, why does your Nissan go so fast? And he's like, because it's a GTR. And it's like, again, like the lyric is like, oh, bro, like what? You, like you drive a Nissan. And then we're like, yeah, but it's a GTR. Like, yeah, exactly. Like you don't, your car doesn't have to look like a supercar. It just needs to go fast. That's literally, because not only that, but like you're probably gonna have better handling too. Like, uh, like from compared to like a supercar where it's like, you're just meant to go straight. <laughs> like Speaking of supercars, really quick, there's a car called the something something 21C. And do you, do you guys know what machine learning is? It's basically an AI, an AI that like learns how to do things by itself through trial and error. That's how I, I mean, that's how I think it is. And the 21C is basically a supercar, like a Koenigsegg or a Bugatti or whatever, but like take it even further because it's a robot designs it. 2021 Zinger 21C hybrid hypercar promises zero to 60 in like in two seconds. Yeah. Nine seconds. Bro, two, like, looks like a Saline. Almost. I don't know. But the like, point is, it's cool because, like, what is... So in architecture, right, people... Back in the day, people used to build cathedrals. And what is what is the thing that they would model the cathedral after? I'll let you answer. What? Like, back in the day, people modeled something. Cathedrals out of something. Churches? Yes, churches. They modeled the church out of something. What okay. do they model after? Like a church? I'm assuming a church. No, no, they're making the church. Yeah, what was their church. design influence to make the church? 
I feel like I should know this. I mean, if you don't, it's cool. I'm hoping that you don't. <laughs> no, because I remember, I remember studying this clearly and studying. The point is, they enough. used to design churches after the human body because the human body is as close to God as you can get. Makes sense. In the sense that, like, there is the head, the altar, there is the body, there is the ribs, there is like, mean, like the inside. Yeah, the, the like, like the or the outside too, with ecclesiastical style architecture. In the sense that, like, it kind of mimics bones, like ribs and voids. This is one of those things where, like, this tech, this body of the car is modeled after the most successful body of all time, which is the human body. And so this car is modeled after the human body. If you look at like the 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 points of, I don't know, like articulation, or not the points of articulation. The, the I guess the load points or the points wherever they're supposed to carry loads. They they look like arms. There's the radian, the ulna, and the fibula and the tibula. I don't know if I said those things right, but like. There's like a main part and then there's like another like kind of like stem type thing that passes through. Look at this picture because I don't know if I'm looking at what you're looking at. I don't, I don't well, know. the inside. No, no, no. no. The, oh, like the, the inside. The, oh, okay. See, that's what I said with the cathedral, oh, right. cathedral I'm like, too. I'm like, oh, this car looks outside. nothing like a body. No, 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 no. Like if you were to just look at the chassis. <laughs> chassis. Yeah. If you look at like the 21C chassis, like you'll see that like it kind of weaves and like the points of... That it's supposed to carry loads, I guess, is the the closest thing that I can say. Like, it'll mimic like a skeleton. Well, shout out to skeletons. Skeletons are cool. Oh, I get what you're saying now. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Very uh, see, a little. Yeah, like yeah, look at that picture. Like right, like why does it have so many voids? Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. I be no one. Leo be known. He knows things. All right. Um, I also had another topic, um, which I found interesting. I think I saw something on IGN or something. But apparently, Netflix has picked up an Assassin's Creed show or something like that. I've heard like that. show or movie. And I'm, I'm very skeptical because how many times have they tried to make Assassin's Creed? I think um, if you're asking for my opinion, which you're not, but I'm going to throw it in there. <laughs> How big is the scale of the show? It's Netflix scale. So I'm assuming pretty Like large. is a Witcher? I haven't seen Witcher. So that's the thing. Witcher, I heard, got good ratings. So I, I, so my, my thing is, is that I feel like this could potentially be a good Assassin's Creed show. Finally. You know, or like movie type thing. The movie was not good. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like we're hitting a point where now people know how to make good video game movies or shows. Well, Castlevania is good. We're, we're, we, exactly. Well, that's an anime. It's a show, though. It's a good show. But it's an anime. It's though. an anime. Yeah. Like, you can make... Our anime is the exception? Like, then fuck it. Then let's just make all video games animes, and then everything <laughs> will be good. Yeah, like, for example, like, the ma- like I don't say the Master Chief, but the Halo Collection, the Halo... Oh, Halo Legends? Oh, the, um... Halo the Sangheli one. It was all Japanese. It was uh, the Arbiter, or the, the past Arbiter yeah, fighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It was like Dragon Ball inspired. Because yeah. it's animated. You have no limits. But we're talking about like actual production. Live action. You know, live action. I think I'm all for it. Like, I want things to be good. Yeah. Like, if you saw me like, hey, we're going to do this thing. And what excites me is that Netflix is doing it. Does Netflix, does Netflix have your trust? Yeah. What, I mean, I don't want to say well, what bad show have they made, but like. A few. I mean, they're kind of fucking up with this Avatar thing, you know. Oh, 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 that's a different yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. That's that's different. That's, that's, that's not that a broke, different story. It's still in the same realm. That man. broke my heart. I mean, over the summer. I guess, but it's not out yet. You know, like it, it, you can't say that it's bad. You know, those guys went to RISD, the creators of the show. Oh, it's Brian Kanetsko. Kanetsko. Kidding. Kidding. Where's the school? Oh, he pretty much said RISD's ass. 
No, no, I, I, mean, I, don't, I, don't, I mean, I didn't go to Risley. I don't care. That's exactly. It's, it's just the school rivalry thing. It's like you say, you know, like you, any other school that's not your school is trash. The people that mm-hmm. also, that also, I think two of the three guys that also made Airbnb went to Risley. Risley, the place to go. Uh, who Rizzi? else came from RISD? Someone else came from RISD. Uh, Shepard Ferry, uh, the yeah, guy yeah. behind Obey. Mm-hmm. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, Seth McFarland, the guy behind. Seth McFarland? Yeah, he went to RISD. Why do you think he's said in Quahog is in Rhode Island? Because he has that kind of I thought he was just from Rhode Island. No, he's not. He's from somewhere else. But he just said in Rhode Island because he went to college here. Oh. See, you're like, you're proud of your college. Oh. Doho Sa. Which is a good, uh, I got nobody cares, but Dohosa is an artist that uses fabric. And like, think about like, think about designing, think about making, think about just someone making like fabrics and they're also an architect. That's Dohosa. Architectural fabric? He literally makes houses out of like fabric. Like he literally designs like uh, installations. And then again, that's a very another. Installations are one. Dohosa, D-O space ho space S-U-H. So, but yeah, what were you saying? Like, oh, so Assassin's Creed, like, I'm all for it. I want things to be good. At least give them a try. If they're bad, they're bad. And then you can give them another chance. But if it's good, then yeah, it's good. I just think it's going to be good because Netflix is doing it. Again, I, yeah, like, I don't think that Netflix has made a bad show. I mean, no, okay, here's the thing. They've That's, made plenty, but like, like they, they don't see the day of light. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. The light of day. Sorry, backwards. And then after, they just canceled out the season one. It's like Assassin's Creed, it's like, I was never the big, I mean, I played the first one. Do you like the second one, right? Yeah, it was nuts. Like, the first three are fun. Like, in the story, it goes I don't, crazy. The, I don't know. The, the first one, if you're saying the first oh, three, yeah, the first yeah, one the is The first not, one, yeah. But well, if you're talking about, like, the sequel trilogy, you can't like, play, like, the second two one. Two Brotherhood and Brotherhood. But, like, the first, like, I could... Like I played Assassin's Creed one. Yes, that's the thing. It was like right. it. It's it's not your thing. And the thing is, is that I would like to see what they do with it. You yeah. know, I think, I think that like, it the sorry. the first, second, third game are have good potential of being a good story for Netflix. I see it as every season they just bring in a new timeline. Yeah, where it's like they do it. What what's also, I mean, yeah, but what's also interesting not about a new is timeline, it, uh, but a new period setting. Yeah, but the thing is that I think what will make it cool is that it will be kind of like that altered carbon type of deal where it's like you're going to this VR world. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so I feel like it would be really, really relevant with every every other show. Hmm. That's good. Yeah. I'm all for it. It'll and I feel like, like they're yeah. going to play off of more of like the the, the now world too. It's so going to be like 50-50. Because there's like, a whole futuristic narrative behind there that I'm completely unaware of. Yeah, there's like, yeah. I mean, do you care? I mean... I know about. You won't play the games. <laughs> it's basically it's basically about a guy who like basically saying like you can access your like people's memory, your ancestors' memories through your DNA, and uh-huh. apparently they find the one guy that is like his ancestors, like all like all of his ancestors like fought the Templars or whatever, not all, but like and then like they kind of break it up because they were like yo people don't like this and like in the third and the fourth one they're like yeah we're gonna dismiss this guy we're gonna kill him off but we're gonna do something else and in the new one they're like yo, like we're actually going to take people's information and survey them and like do some weird data shit. And we're just going to, we're just going to make it a game. So you are a person playing a game and they're, you, they're going to, it's almost like the, that business model. Like our, our customers are going to do the work for us so we can find, it's crazy. Wow. It's, again, it's, it's a very relevant show for all the other shows that are out currently, like Black Mirror and Alter. I believe it. I was going like to say is it's probably, 
It'd be smart for them to, to have a Black Mirror approach. Yeah, so that's uh, an extended yeah, Black Mirror. Yeah, it, it could definitely because that's what like the market is. I think right yeah, now, Black Mirror like, hasn't been out for a while, right? What's going with Black? They Mirror? made Bandersnatch like four years ago. That was the most recent thing. Oh no, they made they made it a season. They dropped the season. They did that. make a. But what's they just doing? I mean, twenty twenty is the real Black Mirror. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what it is. Like maybe that's. I'm waiting for that Black Mirror twenty twenty episode. Yeah, they're just gonna put like press play and then like you know. Just, you're just watching watching right. What if what if literally like one day like yo new season of Black Mirror looks crazy and they drop a whole bunch of fake trailers and then like you press play on Netflix and it's literally just a camera following you around for all of 2020? It's just the mirror. I'd be so heated. Nah, I feel like people would be like, oh, this is crazy, it's groundbreaking, and I'm like, they're making money off of you. <laughs> they're making money. Literally, um, you. Yeah, I don't know. I'm excited. Um, for for. Any type of like video game movies, even like Uncharted, I feel like that'd be really I mean, cool. There's that monster. Oh, I don't know really started. Tom Holland though, it's weird. Yeah, I, I, I think maybe here's the thing, and this fits on point. That fits on point. Fits on point. I think we're reaching a point where like, like you, like you listen to music and you're like, oh, this is a good rapper. Like, how old is he? And you're like, he's 17. It's like, my old. Are you saying, saying I'm old? That's, that's <laughs> what I'm trying to say. That's, this is, my, my excuse is this. What I'm saying is like, they got Tom Holland because yeah, Spider-Man and he's a young looking guy, obviously. But like the way I see it is they got a young guy so they can milk movies out of no, him. Absolutely. So they can do the wild, like I think that's four or five movie saga. Well, that's I what think, I'm saying. I was like, they pick, I don't mean to interrupt, but like going off what you like, they picked a the young guy because they want they want a franchise. six movie franchise. And like, no, I sure. don't know, bro. Like I, basically you have to make Uncharted if you like, you know what I mean? And then like, I like Tom Holland's great. Like Mark Wahlberg, I don't really have a lot of trust in. I was looking oh, at yeah, the, I was looking weird. at the director. Like I'm not crazy about the, the director. He makes movies. I think he made Venom and like, I didn't like Venom. And then like you look at the writers and it's like the writers don't have anything good under the belts. Like sure they're Hollywood writers, but they know how to work or they know like, and I'm sure they know how to write, but like, and anything they've written isn't good. Um, compared to like, okay, compared to Uncharted, which is like specifically like a Sony uh, property compared to Uncharted and then say like, and I told you like, yo, have you watched Chernobyl on HBO? Show? Yeah. I started to. The show's crazy. The show's really good. And they're like, yo, we're going to get, and then look at, look at like, we're going to get the writer from Chernobyl. We're going to get the writer from the last of us himself and we're going to make a last of a show that seems way more credible that seems way more acclaimed than is like, that really who's doing the show yeah the guy who wrote last of us is doing the last of Us show like th- that's a godsend with the chernobyl though with the chernobyl writer with the oh shit or the the show runner or the creator or whatever some, some guy from chernobyl which chernobyl was a great show it is like watch that another good show actually fuck it we're going to talk about shows now uh, Watchmen on HBO. I hear it was good, but it got canceled. Show that didn't get canceled. Did it not get canceled? No. I thought it got canceled. There's I don't I don't know anything about the Watchmen series. So how I prepared myself to watch Watchmen because of the Watchmen series is this: I knew this show was going to come out. I had some what do you call it? Some attention to it. Some like I was like, yo, like Watchmen was okay, cool. I get what the, what the story did. I wa- I didn't read the comic book. I watched the movie. And then I watched the whole, like I watched the first episode, and then I watched like oh the differences between uh, the Watchmen movie and the actual comic. I watched a whole bunch of stuff like that on YouTube, and then I would watch like oh think like ten things you missed in the Watchmen show. And if like that really builds up the background to it, and the Watchmen show goes crazy, like it is actually insane. Like it probably has two of my favorite episodes of all time. One of them being the 
the Hooded Justice episode, which, I mean, I don't know who's going to be listening to this, but like that show goes crazy. That episode goes crazy. And one, which is a little sappy, and it it mixes Dr. Manhattan. And Dr. Manhattan is a guy, he's basically, he's not even a hero. He's just a, a thing that like he exists at all times and places at the same time. And like the, you think he kind of relates that to the concept of love. And he, it's kind of cool because spoiler, like he walks up to a girl in a bar and he's like, Hey, I love you. And the girl's like, what? He's like, you don't even know me. He's like, no, but I do know you because basically saying like in the future, I know you. And this is how I started talking to you. And I have always loved you and I will forever love you. Therefore, since I loved you two, two, three, four years from now, I love you now because I'm experiencing, I'm experiencing those moments at the same time. And I think they did a really good job in kind of like taking a foreign, like a foreign aspect to how we um, experience time and how Dr. Manhattan experiences time into a familiar thing that most people can understand. And that show goes crazy. Definitely watch Watchmen. I need HBO. You want the log? <laughs> Bro, I'm so tired. I have HBO Max and I can't watch it on my Roku. <laughs> like, I don't know why they're doing that. A weird thing. Also, Lovecraft Country. Lovecraft Country was good. I recommend that. Also on HBO. HBO with the hits, bro. Need HBO. All right. Is that it? All right, guys. So this is the end of episode one. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Like, I hope it gives you a little introspective or retrospective, whatever the fuck it is, into who we are and what we are and what we bring to the table. Again, like I said, it's a whole bunch of homies talking shit, whatever. What we like, what we don't like. The, like, like our opinions, things that come up. Like, it's literally a group chat. It's literally what we send each other in the group chat and then we discuss about it later. We've been doing this for years, like literally Holding just coming to each other's cribs and just talking about this thing. We were like, you know what? Record it. Let's record it. Like, fuck it. Like, what's the worst wrong? And this isn't supposed to be a game-changing, life-changing thing. This is just something we do for fun. All right. Escapism. Escapism, right? Entertainment. Entertainment, yeah. You find us entertaining. Yeah, so if you miss me, read this. If you miss, I mean, if you miss, if you miss me, listen to this. All right? Play us while you're cleaning your house. Play, play us while you're cleaning your house, on your drive. If you take the subway, just, just if, or if you want to be that person, just like play us and mute us and give us the view, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> we just might touch upon a topic that, what is it? Scratches your niche? What's the saying? I don't know. See? Hit us up. What should we talk about? Latest events, current events, things. Obviously, like, hopefully no bad things happen that are world or life changing. So we don't have to talk about those things and we can just bullshit. Again, about video games, music, movies, it's whatever. It's inevitable. It's inevitable. Things suck. Things, the meteor's coming, guys. The meteor is coming in 40, and what is it? Last week was like 40, 48 minus 6. 42 days. All right. So signing off. Peace. Louis shaking his head. Okay, bye.